0: Welcome to the Gaming and Drinking Cast. Adam is having technical difficulties. Yep, this
1: this normally works. It's not working.
0: Wow, this is is great Great content.
1: content. (laughs) Fuck it, I'm using a lighter. There we go. Hey everybody, this is the Gaming and Drinking Cast. I just struggled really hard to open my beer with my ring, trying to be a cool (laughs) kid. That, was that impressive. didn't work. That's why, I'm, that's why I'm a nerd, because I can't do the cool stuff when it matters. Um, yeah, so this is episode two, um, and we're here. We're back. Another week in the books. Yeah. Um, and I have some delicious beer. I'm sure Travis does, too.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, I went to St. Petersburg, Florida, the other day. I nice. went to the Green Bench Brewery. Mm. Um. Which I'd never been there before. It was all right. It was cool. There's like a little. They got the little uh, like Astro Turf yard out back for all the dogs and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's always fun.
1: Um, yeah, but they they had some really cool looking bombers, and I got this one, the Random Reality Shift.
0: Ooh. Um,
1: it is.
0: Give me a give me a rundown of that.
1: It is an Imperial Mixed Culture Fodor fermented and wine barrel aged. Then it's golden ale fermented on balaton cherries and it's a mix of those and um, sounds
0: really sweet
1: it's 10.1% nice. and
0: see i starting it out tray. starting it out right <laughs> 10.1% oh, <yeah. laughs> let's let's get it
1: yeah man i've been excited this this bomber cost me $22
0: <laughs> that's how you know it's good
1: oh yeah smells great mm.
0: i can taste it from here that when they when they ferment stuff with like the cherry Whoa. I feel like it always has like that uh, that sweetness on the end of it. It gives it a little bit of an extra kick that I really really yeah. dig.
1: Yeah, I'm loving it, man. Um, cool. Yeah, what about you? What you drinking?
0: So this is Blake's uh, blueberry lemonade. Blake's is a cidery out of Michigan. Um, they are incredible. I mean they're 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 blowing up. They're taking over uh, your your angry orchards and all that stuff. This is really good cider. It's 6.5%. All of their beers tend to be over 6%. Um, and it does not taste at, you can't even taste alcohol. This tastes like you're drinking a lemonade in the summertime. and It is amazing. Uh, I love everything that they do. And this is their seasonal for the summer comes in a 16 ounce can. Like how many times do you see ciders in a 16 ounce can? Like they're, they're, they're serious about this
1: and it's dude. Okay. Yeah, this uh, this is 12 ounces, but whew, nice and tart. But one thing I uh, did not like, I, I don't like to ever say anything I don't like about a brewery because I love breweries, no. but they didn't let you try samples, which That's... I thought was really, really weird. Like Amy was like, hey, can I try a sample of like they had like 15 taps or something? And wow, they're like, no, but we can do a four ounce pour.
0: And charge you for and it? And
1: charge you for it.
0: Wow, that's mm, – I don't know about that. I don't really like – I've heard of Green Bench. So, I mean, they're they're clearly, um, you know – They're
1: pretty big. They sell yeah, all over Florida.
0: Distributed pretty widely. But that's weird. I, I don't think I've ever run into not only a brewery, but just a bar in general that wouldn't let you sample unless they were, you know, just kind of I don't know assholes. if it was a
1: miscommunication or what, but uh, Amy I mean, was like – It
0: sounds like it'd be pretty hard to miscommunicate. Uh, can I try a sample? And then them saying – No.
1: (laughs) We'll give you a four ounce pour for five bucks or something. We would
0: like to charge you whatever way we can. (laughs) Just let us you we'll give you something, but we're gonna charge you for it. Yeah, you
1: gotta you wanna taste this, you gotta you gotta (laughs) give us some money. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was really good. Um we actually had a really we we had a really big day out in Saint Pete. So we had these tickets. Yeah, man. Saint Pete, old Saint Pete. Um so there is the Salvador Dali Museum in Saint oh, yeah. Petersburg, yeah, yeah. and um, they had some a, of your
0: pictures. They look really dude, cool,
1: dude. It was so much fun, and um, so there's all like Dali's original art there. Oh really? And, yeah. So that was really neat. But then they also had this exhibit, which is why we went, which is called like Van Gogh Alive. Oh which cool! Is, yeah. Which is where they basically set up like fifty projectors in this like dark room hallway area with like all these like uh canopies and 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 columns and everything wow and then um it makes you feel like you're inside of van gogh's paintings and they're moving and uh and it also like goes through his whole story of his life oh, and cool. um dude it was really really cool and also dolly man he was a weird dude yeah he absolutely. he he <laughs> dude he had some funny funny names of paintings one of them um was like it was a it was a painting of a like a melting skull that had like a protrusion coming out of it that was going inside of a piano and it was called like dream skull um fornicating a dream skull fornicating a piano or something
0: very literal I like it. Okay, all right. Dolly. Okay, <laughs> he's, dude. He's not. He's not going to let you get confused about what this painting is about. No, like, you're no, not going to interpret this. He's going to fucking tell you.
1: <laughs> he's bowed in that piano. <laughs> this is this.
0: There's some piano fucking going on in this piece.
1: Yep. 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 Ugh.
0: So, other than that, what have you been up to? Uh,
1: so we went there. Also, um, coming up, I'm going to have a brew bus beer. Okay. I've talked about them a lot. I really like that brewery. Mm-hmm. And we got some bad news this week. Oh, no. Brew Bus uh, is closing their brick and mortar location, mm, which is really yeah, it sucks. They they've always, they, so they've always shared a location. It's been Brew Bus and Florida Avenue in the same building, mm-hmm. and um, Florida Avenue has a second location down the road, and they're still going to have that location. But Brew Bus and Florida Avenue are both leaving that one brick and mortar store. Right. So. BrewBus originated as they would actually they were a brewery based out of a bus, and mm-hmm. so that's why they called themselves BrewBus, which was really cool. And um, so they're going back to that uh, model.
0: They're and, one of those. Uh, I don't know what they're actually called. I always call them uh, Gypsy breweries because they basically travel around to other people's breweries and like collab with. Yeah, them.
1: like what's the other one? Green Hand or something like that? Uh, tw- no, Evil twin. Evil
0: Twin. Evil Twin's, Evil twin's the one twin. that I was going to talk about. They they they're awesome untitled art does that a lot too i don't know if they are the host for a lot of these but i have two untitled arts that i'm going to be drinking later and they're both are cool. collabs with other uh breweries so i don't know if they're the gypsies or if the the other breweries come to them um but i, I really like their stuff so that i like that the idea of that we have one in columbia um can't remember the name of him but they he's like a traditional german style brewer and he he does collabs everywhere with a bunch of the breweries in columbia and then they set up down at the riverwalk um they do like a big uh you know walking fest type thing it's always good because he, he doesn't beer Keller. That's the name of it. He doesn't really have like a, a standing location. So he just sets up wherever he can and bring, they bring food trucks and it's, it's awesome. It's very cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The main thing, the main thing I'm going to miss about brew bus is a, they, um they just, the service there is awesome. The people there are awesome, but also the food menu, man. I know I've talked about it before, but Holy crap. I'm going to miss that food menu. I had some, uh, we, we got the news. We weren't even planning on going there this weekend. Mm. but then amy like saw on twitter or something that they were closing she's like we've got to go today i was like yeah we did right. so we went and um i had some general Sal's uh chicken wings Ooh. and they like they're mm. like jumbo Delicious. their wings their wings are like this big dude <laughs> and they bred the crap out of them and they're so good and um yeah dude and they also do they had a, a kimchi burger
0: Ooh, oh, was so it good. was the was like the meat the kimchi? No, it's it was just, a burger just like on with top like of it, kimchi
1: and like pickled vegetables. Oh, on it. nice! That's cool. Oh yeah, it sounds so good. Really good. Yeah. Thrilled. So, so That's, yeah we we did a lot of we did a lot of that. We we went to a couple breweries, went to the the museum, and it was just a really really chill fun day. Um, we also awesome. went to the St. Pete Pier, which is like they just opened it last year, I think, and mm-hmm. it's it's huge. It's really cool. There's like a three story building on the middle of the pier that's just, like, a bar on top of a bar on top of a bar.
0: Oh, cool. That's awesome. And
1: so, like, we went to the top one, and they have, like, little cabanas set up all mm-hmm. over the top of it. And you're, like, in the middle of the ocean. And it's, like, the really hoity-toity part of St. Pete. And so, like, it's, like...
0: <laughs> As opposed to the rest of the less <laughs> hoity-toity part of St. Petersburg.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, dude, there was, like, all sorts of... There was, like, people on, like, sailboats all over the place. And there was, like... Uh, you know those hydrofoils? Yeah, yeah. Dude, there was, like five or six people on hydrofoils <laughs> just like riding around the pier and uh that <laughs> sounds <laughs> like, awesome yeah. it sounds Everybody- like something
0: out of like the 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 opening establishing shot of like uh jaws when they're like here's all the people having fun in the summertime we're about to fuck it up <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah just waiting for that sea monster to come <laughs> right
0: up. everyone's having a good time with their brews and their hydro planes and the yada and here comes the fucking shark let's go <laughs> um oh that's there. awesome they're, they're definitely oh there. yeah do you know because one well, no, i was gonna say jaws is up in like martha's it's vineyard like michigan or something, or like. something it? no um, it's it's maine or it's one of the it's something up north because martha's yeah. i think i think it was maybe it was shot in martha's vineyard but it's definitely supposed to be like maine or one of those like northern coastal towns where it never gets warm i don't understand how people get in the water <laughs> so yeah, you know being in south carolina it's or like in you know the beaches down here it's Ninety-eight degrees in May, so I can't imagine what the winter is or the summer is like in Maine when it's like sixty. Oh, let's go get in the ocean. Mm. I don't know about mm-hmm. all that.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, so uh, I know you said you went out with. So we've got a buddy named Jeff. How how was that last night? It was fun.
0: <laughs> uh, so we went to Black Rooster, which is a newer restaurant in Columbia. It's right across the bridge in Casey, and it has a rooftop bar. And that's kind of like a thing that. Columbia is doing a lot of right now which is uh basically having like a a cool bar up top uh and you you just you know have drinks and you can see the city skyline there's not like a you know columbia skyline ain't the greatest thing in the world but got that it, Bank of
1: America building bro it does have
0: <laughs> you got the no the BB&T not Bank of America uh ah, uh ah, oh, excuse um, me excuse me but they it's cool like it does look a lot better um At night now than it used to and i think that's directly because of all the rooftop places that people are opening up it was cool we um we had a few drinks there i had a few beers and stuff uh i try not to drink uh cocktails when i go out anymore because i I, like (laughs) just not i'm not a huge cocktail person in the first place but i'll try stuff when like the bartender recommends it and my friend was working and she she made me this one that was like a it's called Lost in Translation, and it was a tequila base one, and it's really good. Uh, but then I switched to beer after that and just stuck with beer for the rest of the night because I feel like my hangovers are less bad when I tend to stick to one instead of going back and forth, you know, the two.
1: <laughs> Yeah, um, so, yeah, we, we actually talked about that a little this morning. Like, before we started recording, Travis had, like, a, a – bo- what was that? It was, was that uh, Maker's Mark.
0: Yeah, bourbon. Maker's
1: had a tall glass of Maker's. He's like, I'm going to chug those real quick because mm-hmm. – uh, this the hair of the go. dog. Yep.
0: <laughs> uh, well, our so our other friends, Jordan and Tia, came out and they're actually moving back to Texas soon. He's a he's a um uh armed at military. He's military. what's wrong with my brain. Uh he's military dude, so he's going back to Texas soon. So we all just went out and uh met up and everyone like kind of had like a going away type party and ended up staying out way too late. And, uh, so oh, yeah. that's where we're at now. Uh, yeah, I'm I, was to... up,
1: I was up too late last night too. And you know what I was doing?
0: <laughs> what were you, what were you doing?
1: I was playing some destiny two. Dude. Awesome. I have not played any destiny two. I actually haven't touched destiny since destiny one.
0: I'm really excited to hear how you feel about it. Cause I know we played, uh, briefly the other day. Um, and you you were kind of feeling it out, kind of figuring out how the game runs now, because it does run pretty differently than Destiny One did. There if you haven't played so in between, then it's, it's it's very different.
1: Yeah, it is way different. There are so many menus now, and so <laughs> yes. many so many uh, different quest currency. trackers and currencies, man. Currencies and quest trackers, and yeah, I, I like as soon as you start, it's like here's forty bounties,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and,
1: and that like,
0: that that is that game. Like even you know, I'm, I've am i been playing for three years now, four years, however long it's been out. And I still, every time you log on, there's, you, the first thing you do is get your bounties. for Because the, there's dailies, there's weeklies, you know, it is yeah. 100% that game. Um, which I find, I, I can go either way on that stuff. I like a more, you know, directed experience uh, a lot of the times. I would prefer, like, the War of Warcraft style of... um Quest logs and stuff, but Destiny's is more like the live it's service. It's
1: kind of seamless. It's like you kind of just go through and play the game, and you get the bount- The bounties happen.
0: Exactly. Like, yeah. It's more. It's more of a reason to dive in every day, as opposed to like I'm going to do this specific quest because I want to see the storyline or whatever. It's like no, I need to do this because I don't it's going to give me the most bounties.
1: Story. I don't care about that story <laughs> at all, dude. I skipped every cutscene, like. <laughs>
0: It's actually – it's some pretty good storytelling um, if you play – I don't – so they did a weird thing where they collapsed some of the content, so you can't play, I think, the actual Destiny 2 like, storyline that launched with the game. I don't even think you could play that right now. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, it's it literally – it started you – the exact same way as destiny one right. when i op- yep. when i op- created my character mm-hmm. by the way i created a warlock who is um the-, the exo exo warlock
0: that's what mine is too
1: is he is the exo the alien guys
0: they're the synthetic they're li- no. Like- okay
1: i'm not exo i'm the uh the not the fallen the freaking <sighs>
0: I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of the I don't know,
1: like but, the blue and white people. Right, yeah, yeah. And um, I, I created a guy that looks exactly like, the... The, like like Brandon Lee's The Crow. <laughs> he looks, <laughs> he looks weird.
0: Exa- weird touchstone. <laughs> Tw- 12 people in the audience got that got reference. He's got the
1: hair that goes over. He's got the black eyes and the black the, lips. The, like,
0: the joker uh makeup thing that well, comes they didn't down have, like that they
1: didn't have that but i got the closest thing which was like spikes going up and down on both J- sides
0: basically the same thing
1: yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah he looks just like the crow it's great and uh so i just skip all the cut scenes because i figure the crow wouldn't care about this
0: that's true yeah fuck it you're role-playing <laughs> we're role-playing here just you're kind of like the doom marine just punching yeah. people give me give me the action let's go
1: where's the bad guys i want to <laughs> yeah, i before. just want to shoot that- somebody
0: I mean and that game go, is really the good for that. Feel so good. All the they feel, feel so it's good. It, that's what what you can say about Destiny. Even if you don't like the the gameplay style or like the way they do missions, the way they are structure, which I can definitely see the criticism in that stuff. The one thing you really can't criticize is the gameplay feel. Like that game feels amazing to play, and it always has. That's the one thing they nailed from the very beginning. Like oh, yeah. I don't always like what I'm doing in that game, but it's fun to do it. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, even when you're just running around doing like patrol missions, like you still feel like a badass. Yeah. When you're doing it. Yeah. Even if, if it's the most mundane thing, you're running around with your like badass hand cannon or your sniper rifle, or grenade launcher, or whatever. Right. And you just always feel like you are the superhero that you want to be.
0: The thing about that game is that you can always have a good time. Uh, do it. You can always find something to do in that game. And there's usually going to pair you with, you know, two or th- I think it's two other people, right? That's always a, yeah, three it's a group to, of three. Um, and and you're, you can just get in there and do like three or four missions and feel like you've got a satisfying gameplay experience. It, it's really smartly done. And I think the, the more that they've distanced themselves from Activision and the way that they wanted to sequelize everything, the better that game has gotten. Every time they update, it seems to get just a little bit better. Uh, so I'm interested to see what they do next. Like, I, I, I wonder if we're going to get like a Destiny 3. Or if they're just going to keep updating this game in perpetuity, you know what I mean?
1: I think they'll make a Destiny 3 eventually, probably for the new hardware. Um, But they, they still are milking that cow for all it's got.
0: I mean and, if they're making money, like I don't I mean, I don't they, see why you wouldn't There's win.
1: so many different ways to spend money in that game. There are so, <laughs> so many, many way- different
0: <laughs> types of money to spend. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like I, I was seeing all sorts of like emotes and hats and mm-hmm. and cool like Dances there was one and- there was one guy that was wearing like a denim like straight up like denim and corduroy oh like? that's cool i haven't seen anything <laughs> like, like that yeah. what that's a destiny guy
0: have you seen so. Uh, so they did the warcraft thing where they put glowy bits on everything so like mm-hmm. everyone running around wants glowy bits because it looks cool as shit um I so love, you put glowy I love bits my glow on your glowy bits on your gun on your armor like all that stuff it, it's it's super smart and you know what what's cool about that stuff is that that means you know that that person's kind of a badass it's kind of like uh the the trails and apex or whatever like yeah when you see that you're like oh yeah that got got put in the time you know what I mean
1: yeah I'm definitely still like level one but my light level is like eleven something well like, you it, I think
0: <laughs> it everyone, automatically jumps you it to automatically order. starts yeah it starts you at, at that so they give you a base and I think the onboarding for Destiny two is really good as opposed to like when they first went free to play it was kind of hard to for people who had never played or hadn't played in a while, it was really hard to bring them back in because they were just like bounties everywhere and quests and like, go here, go talk to this guy, go do this, um, clan this, clan that, you know? And, yeah. and this now is like, they're, they're, they ease you into it a little bit better. I think it's actually really smartly done.
1: Yeah, I agree. One thing that I saw when I was playing with Rich last night, we had both, he, he had jumped in a, about the exact same amount that I had before me and him started playing together. We like did the opening mission and then we were like, all right, let's get together and, and join up. Right. So we did, we started and we started playing and um, then it was like, okay, you, you got to go to the tower oh, and, and, yep. and talk mm-hmm. to everybody. Got to go to the tower every and single so, time. So we go. I'm trying to go to the tower and it won't let us go together. It, it it was like, you have too many people or one of your people can't go to the tower yet. That It kept giving us those two messages, each of us. And I was like, was well, it maybe, like, because it was a story rich,
0: thing that they had to do by yeah, yourself?
1: Yeah. I guess, yeah. It, was, it said you had to do it in single player, but we went in there individually. We we're like, all right, let's break up. I'll go do it, and, you and then can go you do saw it. each other. No, that would have been funny. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like,
0: like, fuck no. you, game.
1: For this part, it's like it's just a tutorial. It's kind of like when you open up Monster Hunter and you get to the get in to the town. And it's like, all right, here's your blacksmith. Here's oh yeah, yeah. You, you probably have to do
0: that in single so, player.
1: Yeah, but it was really weird because we were we were talking to each other while we were both doing it, and we were like, all right, yeah, all right, I'm at this blue door now. All right, I'm also at this blue door now. <laughs> I'm going to talk to this like we were doing it at the exact same rate. And you're like, really...
0: why why wouldn't they just let us do this?
1: Yeah. Together, instead know? we took fifteen minutes trying to figure out like how to do it. And um but then after that we, you were probably we did it, and we got back together and then that was it. And after we you
0: went... did it, you you went back in, right? It was fun. You could yeah, go to after... the tower together.
1: Yeah, it was really dumb that it made us do that separately. They, they
0: all those games. It's kind of like um, uh, I think the Division Two. You have to like play the opening mission by yourself or something like that, and then you can like get in the party with those kind of games, especially with those multiplayer focus games, um, the live service ones. I wish they would just let you from the rip just do it. You know, get, yeah. get together. I, I understand there's like because Outriders does that too, where you have to play this like incredibly long opening level. And then you can finally get to where you can party up with your friends and stuff. And I think that's, I understand from a storytelling's perspective why they did that stuff. But like, honestly, who goes to live service games for the story? Like, I, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you what the fuck happened in Destiny one or two. <laughs> you know, it doesn't really matter. I don't know you're you're the there to shoot the light. aliens.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Now um, you can, now you can like the new expansion, I think is like you can do dark powers or some yeah, shit. Yeah,
1: dude, that looks cool. Um, but also, uh, another little kind of, nitpicky thing was rich had never played any destiny before oh nice and and so i was kind of like showing him the ropes and i'm somebody that hasn't played destiny in like five years right so um i'm trying to remember all this stuff and one thing was uh everyone that's in your fire team has to turn in the quest you can't just have one guy turn in the quest and yes yeah
0: We I saw that with you when we were playing briefly, and I was I like, was
1: like, this is dumb like, yeah, I why didn't can't just one of us turn in the quest like because rich is all the way on the other side of the map, right mm-hmm. I can't even return to orbit until he yeah, comes he back and in. turns in yeah. the quest
0: it, de- it really yeah. doesn't make any sense because your instance together right like so you're yeah, in the same yeah, like, world he
1: opens up a loot, up a loot box like i see that loot box opened up on my exactly
0: screen. It, it i i do not understand that i don't know why they did that because i feel like every because we were playing um what was the
1: borderlands dude
0: borderlands and all those games they they work that way where if you turn it in i get the credit for it too and i don't and have to walk so all the way seamless
1: the... and so perfect i like, yeah. the way borderlands does the their instancing and their mm-hmm. their their loot sharing progression and it should be emulated by every live service game. <laughs> it's, I I, it's I wasn't the so biggest good. fan
0: of, of Borderlands Three, um, from a gameplay perspective, but oh. I think all the stuff that with the with the loot sharing and the way they do instance worlds and the way they do the multiplayer, I think all that stuff is super super smart, and they they've done a really good job of finding a way to keep you come back without like frustrating you. And I think that's the worst thing you can do in one of those live service games is frustrate the player. Yeah. Like the 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 way that you have to if if, if Rich has to go all the way back to you know, the quest giver and turn it in just at, right after you've already done that. That's, that's kind of a bad gameplay design. I think if, yeah. for me, you know, it's, it's a little frustrating.
1: Yeah. But uh, other than that, other than like those little nitpicky kind of quality of life, little things, mm-hmm. the game overall, I'm, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. I that's haven't great. been, I haven't stayed up till 4am playing a playing game video
0: game. yeah, in a
1: really long time, but that's like awesome. we got in, we got in that loop, man. And we just started going and, um, it, it yeah. was just a lot we had a blast it it's those, definitely like, one of
0: those those games where you can do like just one more quest we're just gonna do one more we're gonna do one more that, mission that, one more quest. that
1: exact thing happened like three times that's and, great i love that and um it, it just when you get into those like respawning restricted zones and you know like you got a, yeah. a mini boss buckle down <laughs> yeah and like it, it, it gets so tense because sometimes like you'll it, it just some it'll change forms and something crazy will happen and two of you will go down and it's like, oh, shit, it's all on me now. Yep. Either either I've got to get these guys up or i got to survive for 30 seconds. Right. Um,
0: yes, I love or, it. Like, that's like, edge of the, the edge of the seat. Like, you have to do this or your whole team goes down and and you just barely pull it off, it feels so satisfying. Which
1: is why I'm really excited to get back into this game and eventually get to the raids. Um, oh,
0: dude, yes. Raids are next level. They are... Oh, man, they're so good.
1: I did... I've only done two raids. I did the Vault of Glass in Destiny 1, God, and then I Vault did... <laughs> I did, Oh, they brought it back! It's I back. know,
0: I'm excited. I, I love it. I'm I, gonna
1: play it again. I'm gonna play it again. As
0: much as I like th- that was frustrating the first time you did it because i was we played like, we, that together we did, we? yeah we we were on the this is destiny one era for people who don't know destiny one's very first raid was the vault of glass and everyone was figuring it out at the same time and you want to talk about some frustration holy shit like the we were meta
1: around that moment was really it was cool. it
0: was great it was so much fun except when it wasn't when it was really frustrating um but I am excited now that I know how those things work, especially like that was the first raid, so you didn't really know how Destiny's raids works. So, like you're coming from like a World of Warcraft background or Final Fantasy fourteen background where you're playing raids like an MMO style thing. That's not really how Destiny's Raids works. Destiny's raids are more like a um like a puzzle, right? Like they're they're your salt, the you're salt, you're figuring first things out first-person shooter puzzle, right? And you and and Vault of Glass has all these fucking ridiculous. Is I think that's the one with the the loop, the ball you have to put the loops through the Like the holes, right? Or the balls through the the holes at certain times. And like everyone has to do it at the exact right time or the and if you fuck up once, the whole thing resets and you got to start from the beginning again. Not the whole raid, but like that whole section. Um and it can take I mean and they get no hints. There's no no indication as to what you got to do. It's basically an entire Dark Souls game in one like little (laughs) one little contained thing. And the first so the first time people played it and they got through it, it took like eight hours or something, right? You know, and now if you go back and do it, it takes like, you know, an hour if you know what you're doing, right? But it's like eight hours of spinning.
1: I I thought it still took eight hours. I didn't know people. Oh, no, 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 no. you can, you can, you can.
0: Like once you know what you're doing, it's really not that, because a lot of the eight hour stuff is like figuring out what you're supposed to do. But once you know what you're supposed to do, you just go in there and do it, right? Especially if everyone knows what they're doing. The problem is a lot of times when you get in there, there's a, a new people and you have to explain it to them which would be me doing that it would new, be the, me yeah i was
1: all i always felt that's one thing i always felt like i was the guy bringing the team down every time i did like mm-hmm. if i would get in like a destiny raid i did taken king with my buddy jacob mm-hmm. um and in that raid i was the newbie everybody else had done it a thousand times and there was like at the end or somewhere toward the end there's like these invisible platforms that you got to take a ball from and like do some shit with it i don't know and i kept fucking it up I, I think that's
0: what I'm actually talking, talking about. Uh, maybe that was vault of glass. That was like the the gilded throne or whatever. Um, yes, where you have to like d- hop on the platform, shoot this one thing at a sp- specific time, and then the ball comes through on the the railing up yeah, top. Yeah,
1: and dude, we came so close. I never beat that raid. I, I, I
0: came.
1: I came I very I close. Either. Came very close, like three or four times, and I said, mm-hmm. "I'm done. I can't." That was when. That was when I quit. That was when I quit playing quit no. Destiny.
0: Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. It is. It can be frustrating.
1: Cause like one or two times, Jake would be like, "Yeah, dude, we beat it like ten minutes after you left." Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" This I think sucks. if you
0: if you let well, first of all, it, it, with us now, it'll probably be us doing it, so we'll you know it won't be frustrating to we won't be the new no, or you won't be the new because we'll all be noobs. But I yeah. think if you go in and you tell people like, "Hey, I, I've never done this raid before," most people either they will immediately quit or kick you out or they'll be like, Hey, we'll guide you through it because honestly, yeah, they
1: were really cool about guiding me through it, but I just, I was, I still could not figure some of that stuff out.
0: Yeah. It, it's, it's, it is fun. And it's also very frustrating at the same time. And I think those two things can go as this. That's basically destiny in a nutshell, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I played a lot of destiny last night. Awesome. Um, I've also, you know, I'm, I am back on my Mass Effect bullshit. I, I mean, I never left it. I'm still in my Mass Effect bullshit, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's still great. I mean, I don't know what else I can really say about it that uh, that I haven't already said. Um, one yeah, thing, we, one we, thing I can kind of say is that I have opened up the whole squad now. Um, I have all the options for like having my people. And I'm usually rolling with uh, Rex and Tali Zora, and that's purely um,
0: from a gameplay need, right? You, you're not doing it because yeah. of the character. Although this character is really good, you're probably doing I it. do like
1: I do like Rex a lot. Um, yeah, I am good. doing <laughs> it. I am doing it strictly because with those two particular ones, I then get a, an even.
0: Your bars uh, are all even.
1: My bars are even between tech and bi- biotics and 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 combat. Right um my note here actually says i only roll with erdnot rex and talizora naraya fuck everybody else they even out the squad (laughs) that's that's my notes in there uh but i did unlock uh what's her name laria is that right liara liara Mm -hmm. um also totally gonna hook up with her i've already started down that road uh so that'll be fun yeah um and you know what's funny is she's like a she's like a blue alien chick, mm-hmm. and and I told Amy I was like, Amy, I found the uh, the chick that I'm going to hook up with this, in this game. She's like, who? I'm like, see that chick with the blue blue alien hair over there. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. And then she pointed out, she's like, you know, I also have blue hair. Right. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: there's, a, there's a crossover here. I can see where I'm going. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think I think blue hair might do it for me, man. <laughs>
0: Especially when it's on like the 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 blue alien chick, I think that's like a she's a very striking looking uh, person in that game, and she's definitely the one that I think a lot of people uh, romance the first time out because Ashley, the human character, is pretty she boring. She So
1: it's also she's super racist.
0: Yeah, she's very racist. I think you're gonna like uh, some of the stuff that happens later on. I think you're gonna be you're gonna uh, figure out some stuff with her that you're you're gonna be happy with. So she's okay. she's just incredibly like wrote and kind of one note and Caden's the same way I mean not that you're you know like doing the, the humans are the most boring characters in that game I think and I, I haven't think,
1: even I honestly haven't even talked to Caden
0: okay he's he's very much so there was a a character in um KOTOR nice of the Republic one that is very similar to Caden and is also voiced by the same guy who plays Caden so I get them like to me, they're basically the same person, and I I think that that, that they're like the goody goody, the paragon, the you know whatever. I, I don't think that character is super it's interesting. It's boring. Um, I, I think, really
1: enjoy. Yeah, I, I'm enjoying the other characters a lot more.
0: I think Garris is probably the best character in the game, and he's also maybe the most popular character and in in, in in the series as far as like uh, your like allies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a very uh, specific viewpoint on a lot of things and he doesn't just do he doesn't do like just the good or the bad path he's very down the middle like whatever the situation calls for he's going to do it um and i think that's why he's he's a beloved character because he's he's a lot more interesting than just like the static you know good guy or static you know rogue kind of person
1: yeah Um, i i really like rex is probably my favorite though i love rex dude he's he's uh, He's always in a bad mood. He's, yeah. always, <laughs> like, he's always just like, get the hell out of my face. Um, right. But he, I, I had a conversation with him last night where now I understand why. Mm-hmm. I, I, I understand why him and his people are the way they are. Of oh, the um, genophage.
0: You just learned about the genophage.
1: Yeah. And yeah. So, so that was really cool. And now I have more of an understanding for them. That's great. And, um, and there's just so much of that going on. But anyways i'm not i'm I'm not gonna ramble on about mass effect uh anymore this week just because I know we we've talked, talked it about another, it a lot yeah but we I, can
0: we can pick up more game. when great we get game. when we both get to two I know I said I'd be in two already but what I decided was I'm going to play this game like I think the the problem with these like remasters and tr- when they come in like a big package like this is you're like let's get to the next game I know the next game is like really good so let's let's go ahead and get that and you're kind of like not enjoying the game that you're playing because you just want to see what's next. I don't want to play that this way so i've what i decided was i'm going to try to enjoy this as, as fully as i possibly can and then i'll get to the next one when i get to it um That's
1: and not try and,
0: and not try to rush through it you know and i think the the big thing with with mass effect is that everyone knows the two is is the beloved one everyone knows the two is the the, the masterpiece so a lot of people might not even play one or, or they're you know just mainline the story uh and that that it's fine. I think that's very fair. But for me personally, I think I want to see everything that you can do. I want to play it like I did back in 2007 and just do as much as I possibly can. And if I get burnout on it, then I'll just I'll just mainline the rest of the story. Because honestly, you can finish the story pretty quickly if you just do the main stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think but you,
1: going to those side planets is like half the mm-hmm. enjoyment.
0: And like you said, you had that conversation with Rex that you could completely miss, right? You could just not talk to them. Um, yeah, I actually think- didn't
1: even know. I didn't. That's like you bring up a good point with that because I didn't know about those conversations. I actually called you yesterday and I was like, yep. "Yo, how do I? Bang I want. I want to. <laughs> I want to hook up with Liara. How do I do this?" Right. And you're like, "Oh, well, have you been? You just got to talk to her between missions." I was like, "Oh, you you can go talk to people between mm-hmm. missions." <laughs> and you're like, yep. "Yeah," because I'd literally been just going from mission, mission, to mission, this, mission, 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 citadel occasionally, mission, yep. mission, mission. And not really spending any time running around my ship and talking to people. But then right. uh, once I realized I could do that, now I've got all these new dialogue options and trees mm-hmm. and, and even more depth to dive into. And, it, and it just, I'll tell you that you... It's the gift that keeps on giving.
0: You, uh, <laughs> you unlock other missions by talking to people. Like I just got one from uh, Garrus. I did a bunch of dialogue with him and it opens up like a, a super personal mission for him that you can go do later uh which is so cool and you can just miss that stuff if you don't talk to people which is i I think that's good i I like that kind of stuff where you're not forced down that path if you want to experience the richness of it you can and if you just want to go through the story you can do that too and i think that both those styles are valid and that this one game gives you both a way to do both of them i think it it is is super smart and i think mass effect is a brilliant series and and um but i do have there's something about this game that i have to complain about i have got to get it off my chest and it is the fucking sound. So I don't know. Are you playing with a sound uh, surround sound system?
1: No, I'm, I'm playing either on headset or with uh, just my TV speakers.
0: So I imagine if you're on headset, it probably sounds okay. The mastering, I don't know if this is an engine or if they did something with the remake. Something about the mastering of the sound. So, the dialogue, you know, in a surround sound system, the dialogue is supposed to come out the front, right? Like, that's that's where the dialogue comes
1: from. Oh, out. I know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know exactly where you're So, going with this.
0: for some reason, the dialogue comes out of the back left speaker. <laughs> I'm like, what? Why oh, did they do that? I was why? thinking,
1: I thought it was uh, positional. It like, is supposed
0: to be positional, so you like.
1: Could, so if the if the camera is like to the top left of them, then it'll be coming from the front right speaker, or vice versa.
0: So in most games, when that happens, it doesn't change varying Like depending on uh, where the person is in in like camera view it's more but in i thought that it, in relation I, yeah, to you.
1: i know uh, that but i i thought that i noticed that that's what was going on it's not
0: I, it, yeah it's not that it's positional it's just that it always comes out of that back speaker until occasionally it will pop to the front like it's supposed to but for some reason it doesn't it just 99 percent of the time it's coming out of the back left speaker and then whenever you go to like do the uh like the jumps and when you go to the mass effect field it is incredibly loud like it's oh so much louder God. than the rest of the yes. thing and i'm like
1: yes. why why did you guys insane. do this that is insanely loud i'll it, be like, playing it like blows out
0: the <laughs> and like i'll be playing like you know sean will be upstairs and i'm like oh, i'm sorry dude like i didn't i forgot that it's gonna go in, through a mass incredibly tr- loud like i don't know why it does that i hope yeah. there's a patch coming for that because it drives me nuts like when you have a really good surround I, yeah. sound system, like especially with a game like this that's so cinematic, you want to experience it the way that it's supposed to be done, and it just it takes me out of the immersion every single time. It drives me nuts. So I really, really hope they. Fix I mean, that. if
1: you think about it, those those mass I can't remember what are they called mass them. relays, mass, mass relays, dude. They would be incredibly loud.
0: <laughs> that's that's a little bit less of a frustration. It's definitely more of the positional audio that 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 kills me. It just mm. it's so annoying. Um, yeah. But that's something they can fix. I was reading on First Reddit... First world
1: problems, am I right? Like, oh, uh, was... <laughs> this speaker is my surround sound system. It doesn't sound good in my surround sound.
0: I was reading on Reddit, and it said that this is like a, a problem that um because of whatever sound engine they used. But it sounds like it probably can be patched, so that, that's good. Um,
1: okay.
0: We can move on from Mass Effect, because we've yeah, we talked yeah. about that game a lot. I know
1: you've got another game that you just started that you talked about a little bit last week. Okay,
0: yeah, so I... um. I have been playing Shimigami Tensei Three Nocturne HD Remake. That is the full title. Uh, it's very Shimigami
1: Tensei Three Nocturne Remake HD Rolls, re, HD Remake. remake? Okay, Shimigami Tensei, actually, Tensei Nocturne Three HD, HD Remaster. Remaster. Yes. Right off the tongue.
0: Right off the tongue. Um, so this is the third game in the Shimagami Tensei series. It is the first one that came over in the West. Uh, As far as the mainline series go, the Persona games, Persona 2 uh, Innocent Sin came over uh, on, like, PS1, I think. But this was the first main of the mainline series to come over. And I played it back in the day in the PlayStation 2 era. Um, It it wasn't really my thing because I was more of a traditional RPG guy. Like, I, I was a Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, you know. And this game is not like them at all. It is very dark. It's a lot of dungeon crawling. Um, I mean, you can be... So, you know how in most RPGs, the random battles stop when you get into a town or whatever? Yeah. This does not do that. You can be Even, walking... Like, you,
1: can be, you can be, like, outside of the store. You, and, literally, like,
0: you, you're walking in between, like, the store and, like, the, the where you fuse your demons and things like that, and you, you're getting attacked. <laughs> it is super bizarre um, no
1: longer no longer are like what the professor oak say stay out of the tall grass it's like, <laughs> right there is this world. <laughs> there is no
0: but I, I think what that does is it contributes to the overall kind of oppressive atmosphere and one thing that this game has in spades is atmosphere it is absolutely dripping with style with with um uh, this kind of like dark uh uh philosophical uh thing that permeates the entire experience and it is it is very, very good. It's it's super. Um, you know the like lonely feeling you get when you play like a Metroid or something like that. Like that, like yeah. isolation and stuff. Uh, this game nails that feeling, which I really, really dig. In some of the games that I play, I don't want to play those kind of games all the time. But when I'm looking for something like that, uh, I really, I really that like that.
1: When I played Near Automata,
0: yeah, exactly. That that th- this is a little more, um, a little darker than that. But th- that is exactly what I'm talking about. That kind of like you know you're kind of. Exploring this world that is a little dangerous, a little desolate, and you're you're making your way through um, the com- It's very traditional. The combat is turn based. You're you're basically, I think somebody somebody said that it's Pokemon for uh, psychopaths, uh, it, but in a good way. <laughs> and I all think right. that's a really good that's right, a really good descriptor. Alley. The there have been so coming in this game after having played all the newer Persona games and Shin Megami Tensei Four on the three DS. There are some quality of life stuff that they did not uh, update. So, in the old so you play Persona, right? So, you know, once you um, discover, like, th- this game is the combat is all about using enemies' weaknesses against them. So, like, you know, your ice attack will do certain damage to some people, some people will absorb it, whatever. Are you so hearing
1: it, my dog snore? No. Okay. Go right. ahead. Sorry. <laughs>
0: um, you, so, in this game, you're like, it does not. So, in Shimigami Tensei 4 or Persona 3 or 4 or 5. Once you, un- once you figure out that ability, it'll tell you that from now on, like, if that if that ability, like, does extra damage. Yeah, or it's like, do any any damage. fire, exactly. electricity,
1: or whatever. This game... It- and that's <laughs> oh, that's so good. I That's the part I love about Persona.
0: Me too, and this game does not do that. <laughs> so, you uh... once you unlock the weakness, you have to remember it in your head. Which isn't... There's not a ton of enemy variety, at least so far. I'm probably about 15, 20 hours into the game. There's not, like, a ton of enemy variety so far, so you're not really... It's not that big of a problem, but... It is something that you notice if you've played the other games a bunch, and I think that's something people should be aware of when they're going into this game. But and there's a couple other quality of life stuff like that. And,
1: but that's why they call it a remaster and not a remake.
0: 100, yes. And I think I, I, I would rather them do that than go in the other direction and, and fuck up, like make it a little too easy or you know fuck up what people really like about this. I think that's mm-hmm. that's probably the way to do it for sure.
1: Yeah, um, um, I so just in general, like JRPGs have come a long way since shin megami tensei 3 um you got you got games like obviously persona but then octopath traveler which is one of my favorite jrpgs of the last 10 years um it does the same thing where as soon as you find that enemy's weakness Mm -hmm. then you can then it shows it on screen for the entire battle
0: yeah it has like the little bars underneath the the enemy, right that that shows you what which is super brilliant
1: Yeah, the way Octopath does that is is phenomenal. Like they actually like if they say it has four weaknesses, there will be four boxes underneath Mm -hmm. it, and they Mm -hmm. stay blurred until you do that specific style of attack on it, and then after that, um, it'll open. It shows it every time you come across that enemy in the future. Every every weakness that you've exposed on that enemy, Mm -hmm. every time you face that enemy from then on, it shows what it's weak to. So Um, I think skills. There are also skills in that game um, for the. I want to say the the dancer um, Primrose. Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. she has one. It's either her or Therium the Thief. I can't remember, Um, but or it might be the Apothecary. I can't remember. One of them um, has an ability that can that uh, shows you what the enemy's weaknesses are. So if you like analyze, yeah, the analyze the analyze Mm -hmm. ability, and if you if you power it up to like the pew pew pew, like fourth level or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then um, you do that, and it actually will highlight and expose four weaknesses. Oh, that's cool. Like, if you do that on a boss, like, first round, like, you immediately have all the bosses' weaknesses. All the stuff, yeah. And so, like, that helps you out in that battle tremendously. And, like, that is so smart and such a great quality of life improvement over all JRPGs. Everyone should do it. Let's go.
0: I think um... (laughs) – When it So Octopath has one of the best... So uh, there's been a trend in JRPGs recently to get away from the turn-based battle system. If you look at your Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is like a completely different battle style than the original Final Fantasy VII, there's a trend to get away to a more action-oriented space, right? Like everyone is trying to do immersive style things, and and it really isn't immersive to stand there, take damage, then do your thing. But octopath has an absolutely amazing combat system that i think makes it where it makes uh turn-based battles and jrpgs viable for the current generation like it, it, it is a very satisfying system and the the sound of the ppp sounds that you were just talking about like yeah, that is so satisfying
1: not only the sounds but like the the way that the, the screen
0: like, like the animations yeah
1: particles and, yeah. mm. and colors change and um yeah octopath traveler is an awesome game um i've i i haven't beaten it i've probably put uh 80 hours (laughs) into it yeah it's a very long game um but it's it's a really 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 good game and i keep trying to go back to it and keep eventually falling off yeah because i always i always start over because i like the story and so i always start over and then i get to around like chapter four chapter chapter four is generally Mm -hmm. about where i fall off Um
0: I think you should just keep keep going from there. Like, don't 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 restart it. Because those the stories are kind of independent anyway. Like you can yeah. you, you can kind of enjoy 100%. them on your own. That's
1: that's one thing that makes no sense with that game is why these people are all together.
0: <laughs> yeah, they don't they, I think they came to the they, they were like, We have eight really good stories we want to tell, and let's just get these guys together. who cares why they're hanging out? We'll just out. call it like, octopath. Yeah, eight, <laughs> eight, right? That's we're yeah. good. Um, there it is. But back to Shimigami, uh I think that if you're used to playing those types of JRPGs, especially stuff that's come a long way in recent memory, um, it is kind of hard to go back to this. But the story and the the character, the writing, oh, there's a new translation in this, so it's a brand new script. Uh, so the people like us who played the PS2 version, completely, it, it feels like a, a new game because of how good the dialogue is now, how good the writing is. Um, I had no idea what the hell was going on the first time I played this game. And now I'm like, I think I just got to the part where I fell off the first time I played it. And I can tell you that my experience with it now is completely different. Like, I I actually know what's going on and the story makes a lot of sense. And why, I,
1: why, what's different about that? Did they, you, you said they changed the writing?
0: So it's a new translation.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know they did that.
0: Yeah. So it's a brand new. The, the you, you probably remember back in the late 90s, early 2000s. When Japanese games would come over here, oftentimes the translations would be—they would range from okay to flat out fucking terrible. Um, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII, speaking of, has a pretty bad translation. If you play the original PlayStation game, I mean, it, for its time, it was—it got the story across. But like, I—I I recently replayed. I think you recently replayed it too before Seven came out or the remake came out. I played through the whole damn thing again. There are times when the, when a character speaks, and you're like. What are you? What are you talking about? Like that doesn't make why, any sense. Why are you saying that? <laughs> what are you, what are what are you, you responding to? <laughs> um, and so, uh, a lot of the JRPGs from that era have really bad translations, and this one, you can just—it is so rich. The character development is so good. The way that they get you into the world immediately um, is really, really good, and it's all due to the writing. Uh, they've got—they definitely have a. Alice has done a really smart job with. The way they've redone the entirety, top to bottom, all the all the work on the uh, translation they've done.
1: I know, I know absolutely nothing other than what you've told me about Shimigami Tensei, mm-hmm. but I have seen the guy with like the tribal, like cyberpunk looking tattoos on the his glowing life. tattoos. Yeah, he looks really cool. Is he the protagonist? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's your character. So you, the. I mean, this app ha- This is not a spoiler because it's the first thirty seconds of the game. Uh, You basically the world ends and you are selected to be the person who remakes it. And you kind of, based on the decisions you make and who you align yourself with, the different characters, the world world will be remade in whatever image you choose to do. And so you're basically reborn as a demon, um, and that's why you have the cool tattoos that are glowing and stuff. And I will say that this guy has this incredible power stance, the way that he just stands in a room looks so cool it's it's very dope it's the exact same stance that he had in the original game but there's something about the way that he moves uh that is very um uh satisfying and it looks super super cool especially with all the glowing neon tattoos and stuff and that that also contributes to the overall like atmosphere that i was talking about where there's just all kinds of different like neon and, and but it's all dark like a dark neon it's kind of it is cyberpunky, like you said i, I really dig the way that this game looks does he wear a shirt no
1: I didn't he does think- have pants
0: on though. He's basically the whole, the way skinnier.
1: Okay, gotcha. <laughs> okay, um, so let's see. What you got? Anything else about uh, Shimigami or is that that's, think-
0: that's basically a, that and Apex and um and um Mass Effect? All of them, all I've been playing.
1: Yeah, yeah, we did play some play some Apex. I've been doing real bad lately with Apex. I've
0: been sucking, dude. I don't know. What the I don't know.
1: On. I don't know what's going on. I think it might be because we're playing with Rich too much, and he. <laughs> He's always way higher ranked than we are. And so I think it match makes you with with the highest ranked person in your party, which is always rich. And (laughs) we go against squads that are just way better than us.
0: So let's go ahead and get into the apex minute of the show. Uh, How do you feel about the new um, event? What do they call it? Oh, the collection event? Yeah, the arenas event. How do you feel about that?
1: I like it. Um, I also uh, really like the new arena map um which one's they, the new one? they brought in thermal oh um, yeah
0: yeah yeah it's super cool yes
1: yeah, yeah that's my cool. new favorite arena map like we we win on that one
0: <laughs> that's why you like it
1: yeah so i like wish, it i wish Just they would like get, get
0: rid of the or i feel like every time i play we're on that damn uh the basically the open world the, the foresty one
1: the field with, the, with, with the, the portal with the
0: portals yeah i that map not my i'm favorite. really bad
1: at that one i'm, I'm, I'm really bad at, bad at
0: it I would much rather see the Mirage one or the uh, the thermal one that you're talking about. The thermal map is super smartly designed, I, and I think the Mirage one is super smartly designed too. And I think those are yeah. the reason those two maps are my favorites.
1: And they took away. I, I I don't know if they actually took it away, but I haven't seen it in rotation at all. The one that's uh, at the artillery. Yeah, I have not seen. Um, I haven't
0: seen that either. I, they must. Have, they must have replaced that with the thermal one for whatever reason.
1: I wonder if they're balancing it or something.
0: Maybe um, I, I feel like people thought they figured out the meta. Like the, the original idea was like, hey, let's just run to that top area. Right? Everybody it,
1: goes to that top side, so that's probably can, what they're probably changing something up there.
0: But you can really like counter that if you know what you're doing. And I think we've we've done a, a we've had yeah, because there's those and,
1: hallways, there's the hallways in the back the boxes, side that you can yeah, you can run up you there. You can run up, and um, so yeah, there's ways to counter it. But I think that the battle always was there. It always yeah, and so like true. they yes. had there's a whole other side of that map that you that has see. those <laughs> silos. And mm-hmm. boxes and stuff that yep. just nobody ever goes to. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think that might be why they pulled that one and brought in the new one. I could see that. Because with the thermal, um really it's it's completely symmetrical like four ways. Mm-hmm. And so and there's the the center point. So teams are gonna go in a million different directions right, off yep. the rip there. So I think that might be oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I almost knocked over my computer there. 10 point two sitting. <laughs> like I said, that uh, you know, that that, that freaking lunch tray that I'm recording on is kind of, <laughs> it's kind of flimsy there, but but yeah, so you can you can go from any direction. Yeah. Um,
0: that's the same right way the, the Mirage map is too. It's it's got so many different areas you can go to, and you would think like immediately everyone wants to go to the Mirage Voyage section, but a lot of times the battle goes to the like where the, the like three different tiers are, right? And yeah. I think that's. Such a smart design where the battle can basically go anywhere. Unlike the artillery map where you're always in that one spot, and that open field map where you're always at the portals. I've never seen a match not into the portals unless the the ring like pushes you away from it. Like yeah. you're almost never in that open field area, and I don't think I've ever seen anyone fight on the other side that's away from the um, the portals. Oh, so. I fought over there a good bit. I yeah, I guess you do. But I you're not really. There.
1: I thought fought over there good because like usually what ends up happening is one team will go up by two off the way. Yeah, and then everyone starts going. <laughs> the other that, yeah, you're like, right, right, you're let's right. Let's go the other way. You're right, so you're right. So then you go the other way, and they find on the other side, and maybe you win there.
0: Um,
1: um, but dude, speaking of Apex, Amy got me a uh, birthday present, and she was like, ooh, I'll get this on Etsy. It's really neat. So for audio listeners, just bear with me for a second.
0: Oh, cool. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: It's a 3D-printed shield cell.
0: That's so cool. Um,
1: yeah, and she thought it she was like, she paid twenty dollars for this dude. Oh damn.
0: I mean it's like, handcrafted.
1: It's not, it's 3D printed.
0: Well, it's, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Same, it's same individually kind of, individually. Yeah, individually,
1: individually made, but uh she was like, I thought it was gonna be so much bigger. She was <laughs> <laughs> she was like, she it came in the mail. She was like, expecting
0: it was to kind of, be like a like a life size yeah, battery she was cell. Expecting
1: like a a cell like that, probably. And, and it's, it's then, more like a keychain. It's
0: a, like, key it's yeah. a chotsky.
1: It's cool though. It is cool. It.
0: It's really it's, nice design.
1: It's the right size for
0: my man, Bloodhound.
1: Blood it's it's like the perfect size.
0: Why is he in such an awkward pose?
1: He's t posing. They just want you to see <laughs> that
0: he can articulate. So they're like, here, this is like the it, let's do the wide stance.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, he's just in your in your face. <laughs> I, I want to collect all those.
0: Oh um, yeah, that'd be fun. I just saw they released a new one, and I, uh, I think it was uh, a Loba.
1: Oh, I might she, order one she, after she we be, get off here. Actually,
0: uh, you want to you want to take a quick break since yeah, we wrapped take, up with Let's the, take a break with the uh, the what you've been playing part.
1: Yeah, let's do that. We'll be back in just a minute. I'm gonna go grab another beer, Same. and uh, we will be right back. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go. All right, that went much better than last time. Oh yeah. sticking the cans opened it up on the first try welcome back to uh gaming and drinking uh i am now drinking so r.i.p brew bus uh i got a 32 ounce beer here (laughs) 32 ounce crowler that they canned for me there at the brewery nice um it's called lan nice and this let me pull up my profile real quick it is a pastry sour with cherry coconut lime kiwi and pineapple dude it is so flipping delicious i had this while i was at the brewery the day i was like i'm we got two of these two of these giant crowlers nice as our good as our little goodbye to brew bus um well i say goodbye to brew bus but goodbye to their their brick
0: brick and mortar establishment
1: oh i'm spilling i'm spilling ah I'm, dude, what is wrong with me today?
0: I think I have an idea.
1: <laughs> You're probably right.
0: Um, I am drinking, we talked about it earlier, Untitled Art. Uh,
1: yeah, they're awesome. Dude, their bottles are so cool looking in their cans.
0: Yes. So this is a double imperial double imperial strawberry smoothie. Uh, okay. Like Berliner Weiss, uh, brewed with strawberry, limited passion fruit. It is an eight percent beer. This motherfucker came out thick. Look at that!
1: Holy <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, oh, dude, that is like not even hazy. That is like it
0: is. This is. I mean, this is a cloudy. This is an actual smoothie. I think. Uh, <laughs> it smells amazing. I'm very. I have not tried this yet. Look
1: so. at how pretty this one is. Oh yeah. And uh, beer frog, by the way, this is the glass I'm drinking out of beer frog is my local little craft store. Oh, cool. That I that I go to all the time. Very nice. Um, let's let's give this a little tasty taste yeah i'm ready mm. oh god that is so good mm.
0: Oof. Mm. Mm. yay nay i don't know about that one
1: oh.
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it, it it tastes like a smoothie they're not lying Oof. Mm. Mm. that might mm. i might have switched to something else uh okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna get it down though no I'm, i don't waste beer i'm gonna drink it don't it is uh i mean it's be- it, it,
1: don't you dare waste an untitled art beer.
0: <laughs> they they did not lie about what this was. I can say that. I think <laughs> I was looking for more of a sour, and this is definitely more of a smoothie. But that's got okay. a lot
1: of a lot of lactose.
0: Da- I mean, it, this thing this thing is damn near just a fucking <laughs> glass of milk. So. <laughs> all
1: right, all right. Um. So. Yeah, that's what we're drinking now, guys, and um, if you've got any suggestions on anything you would like to see us drink, let me know, uh, gaminganddrinking at Um, uh, But anyways, uh, so now we're kind of going to go through just some topics that, that we saw through the week. First one, you know, let's start it off light. I saw a video the other day <laughs> of Mark Zuckerberg playing Beat Saber. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? I did. And did you see that like his daughter he like said something like Max doesn't think this is my job?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's like or this is what like I do that. for work or something like that. Yeah.
1: He's like, Max doesn't believe me that this is my job.
0: Well, it's because uh Facebook owns Oculus and he was playing yeah. on a on a um an Oculus quest. headset.
1: He was and, playing on a quest.
0: Uh, it I mean he was pretty good.
1: <laughs> he was nasty, dude. I was like, all right, I'll play but against the Zuck.
0: If you're if you're the company that owns the headset, you should probably be pretty good uh at that but plus like what else is zuckerberg doing all day like I don't know. what is it <laughs> he's,
1: he's at the point now where he delegates everything yeah
0: like what what is so. his day-to-day you know job look like i can't he even wakes imagine. up
1: he puts on he puts on the same t-shirt and pants yes and then uh plays like <laughs> like
0: t-shirt and the and the he's basically going for the um what's the the apple ceo the one that di- steve jobs he's going for steve the steve jobs. jobs except without a turtleneck it's just a, a regular black t-shirt um
1: yeah um no, he. I, if I had to guess what his day is like, it's like, wake up, put on T-shirt. Swim eat, in
0: money like Scrooge McDuck. Eat,
1: eat delicious breakfast made by my home chef.
0: Right. My living uh, home chef. Now,
1: tell someone, hey, I want this to do that. Do it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then go, yeah, that's, swim in That's money probably in how like-
0: the, the quest came about. He was like, you know what? VR is cool, but what if we just cut out all the headsets? And then like, Mark that's going to cost a lot of money. And he's like, done. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't care. care.
1: I don't just care. We do got, it. we got, we've got, just do it. <laughs> uh, do it. Yeah. So that's, that's what his day. So yeah, he's good at beat saber. And then later on he, he posts, but he's kind of clever and funny, dude. He's, he's gotten more witty ever since like the whole, like everybody hates Facebook because they steal all of our information. Yeah. Um, he's kind of like lightened up his PR stance a yeah. lot and
0: um, he doesn't want facebook to be seen as the bad guys anymore yeah Um, yeah
1: so he's he's a lot more public facing than he used to be and um (laughs) later on he said well one reason she probably thinks that this isn't my job is she also my daughter max also thinks that computers are just big ipads with buttons (laughs) (laughs) you know those are i mean can you imagine growing up being a kid these days though and like seeing like going because obviously like so many parents nowadays just give their kids a fucking iPad. Like just hand it yeah, here. Take here, my here, old phone.
0: Take my old here, iPhone. Infant,
1: take yeah. this iPad and don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh so like going from like that being like your infant brain to seeing a computer with buttons on it. It's like this is this is well, stupid. I mean, if,
0: if you think about it, like it, I remember growing up and like my parents got an Acer and it was like the first home computer, you know, but my uncle had one when I was really young, but it was like an old IBM.
1: Yeah, my Uh, parents had the old IBM as well. We played Wolfenstein on it,
0: right? And like learning, going from like what pen and paper to that, like that was a mind blowing leap. So I think this is kind of the same thing. It's all generational, right? So you're you're. It's just we're learning on different things at different points, and you know, seeing something with buttons for the first time is probably weird, but it's also not like when you're in college, when that girl gets to college, or probably even high school all her paper is going to be written on a keyboard. Like she's going to interact with buttons yeah. at some point. I mean, point, she's so. like
1: four or five. something right. like, I don't know. She's a kid. Yeah. But um, one thing I will say, I, I, I'm fine with kids getting introduced to all this tech. One thing I will say, kids still need to learn cursive, damn it.
0: That's your, that's your hill? They,
1: that is my hill that I'm going to die on. <laughs> kids need to learn cursive.
0: Is there a specific reason why you think that? Or are you just... You just,
1: because it's, it's just a it's a classical, like, it, I don't know. I feel like it's more expressive of your individuality than writing in. Uh, nobody
0: writes anymore, period. So
1: I write in cursive.
0: No, but nobody writes at all. But dot. I, I write. You use pen and paper and write.
1: You know what, dude? We're about to get into a little bit of Adam's soul a little bit. Adam <laughs> likes to write some poems from time to time. Oh, and guess what? Wow, I
0: leave. write
1: in cursive.
0: Uh, and no I wonder think, you're you're bringing like your own little stuff into it. That's why you want people. Yeah, to write, you're Like, I do all- this. People should do this.
1: Yes, I do this. That means everyone else should, and everyone I, that I doesn't you. is wrong.
0: Right. <laughs> I, you know I I can understand that I don't ever if I can help it uh, write anything I type everything that I possibly can because it's way faster and way it is way faster more economical um but you know listen there's a there's an art form to it I get it from the from an aesthetic point of view I get why you'd want to write in cursive I personally don't and also really care, I just want
1: kids to be able to read cursive like there's you can so much still stuff.
0: read cursive like you can use context to figure out those letters that might be a little weird <laughs> you can. I'm, I'm there thinking. are a
1: lot of people that can't.
0: Yeah, but most people, those people probably can't read, like period. So <laughs> I don't I think you I,
1: just—I think you just ostracized like a large group of our potential audience. Oh, that's so fine because if you can't, we read, love you. If you can't read cursive, we love you too.
0: Yeah, you can still listen to us if you can't read cursive. <laughs> listen, I'm not the one who thinks that they should be pounding it into kids' heads at the youngest age they possibly can. So <laughs> teach cursive. Fuck everything else. I don't care about I mean. math. Math, fuck that. Person,
1: fuck, fuck math. Amy's taking physics right now, and um, mm. it's it is a nightmare, it is a living nightmare that I can I, that luckily I can escape from, but she can't.
0: One, I one thing I really don't understand about the way that they like you know, they there's always the memes that are like, I know the Pythagorean theorem, but I never learned how to do my taxes or whatever. I think that's kind of bullshit, but I do think like they should teach you how to do some like home where's the home at class that teaches you how to like balance a checkbook or, you know, I guess you don't even have to balance a checkbook anymore. You just look online. Balance a checkbook. But like, where's the, 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 where's the simple life stuff? Like, I don't need to know how here's, to like.
1: Here's what the tax code is.
0: Right, exactly. Like, or, <laughs> here's
1: what you're going to be paying in taxes next year. Or
0: like, you if you graduated. like a lot of people didn't even know when the stimulus checks came out and stuff uh, on uh, unemployment during the pandemic, that you're going to have to pay taxes on that stuff. And I'm like, why, why are we learning like, algebra in middle school instead of something like that, which is this is how taxes work in America. You're if you get money from the government, you're going to have to pay taxes on it. Like, why are we not learning that kind of stuff in school? I And that's a whole, that's yeah. a whole different show, but
1: yeah, that's a different, that's a different thing. But I I do actually use uh geometry on a daily basis.
0: Well, yeah, that's your field. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like, Roofing. I can see that. <laughs> I can see that. But like, if you're, if you're in like, I don't use geometry on a daily basis, you know, and, but I do however use like an iPad every day and I think that that kind of like a tech class should probably be taught in school. I mean most kids are going to pick that stuff up naturally anyway just from interacting with it. And I mean I stuff. don't
1: know but... what the curriculum is nowadays. <laughs> I'm I'm sure that there's some kind of tech classes out there.
0: I saw my niece doing the whatever the new common core math thing is. Have you seen that shit? I
1: have. It's what intriguing. F-
0: I don't think it's intriguing. I think it doesn't make any sense. Like I'm like It makes sense.
1: It makes sense. I mean I'm sure it
0: does like but I'm a pretty smart dude and I look at that sometimes. And I'm like, why did they change this? What was wrong with the old way?
1: <laughs> I understand what they're doing with it. And it's like, it's getting you ready for harder math down the road. Um, but, but, who says that you're going to be doing harder math down the road? Like this, this other way of doing, doing math has worked, but dude, we are looking like old fogies. So let's get off of this. Let's, <laughs> let's, we are, we are now common core math. What the fuck is that? What are, I in my day,
0: I what tell is, you what these whippersnappers nowadays, they don't know nothing about nothing.
1: Them home math classes. All you need to learn how to do is cook muffins and drill holes. That's all you need.
0: Cook muffin. What about? Okay,
1: I'm not gonna say what I was gonna bake say. Muffins. <laughs> yeah, bake muffins. <no. laughs> bake whatever. You cook the muffins in the oven with the bake. Baked Why are you
0: drilling holes while you're also cooking muffins?
1: That's the wood the wood shop
0: class. That's a different class than home ec. Uh,
1: you know, it was like guys went to wood shop, girls went to home ec. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know. That's, how that's it was, true, but dude.
1: That is so how that went.
0: I took home ec and wood shop, so.
1: Well, yeah, but I'm not th- talking about. I'm talking about a little older than us, like uh, like in, our like, parents' age, the '80s, '70s. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so back to the game. So, so there Zach, were- <laughs>
1: Mark Zuckerberg is good at Beat Saber.
0: There were a lot of um. <laughs> so we're in the we're in the lead up to E3, and uh, there has been a lot of reveals in the past couple weeks.
1: Uh, yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Starting with, did they reveal this this week? The Pokemon thing. Yeah. So i am not a pokemon guy i don't know i've never played a pokemon game in my life uh i'm a me, big
1: pokemon fan this well, is a I remake
0: mean, of the from what i understand the ds the first ds games right which were incredibly popular
1: yeah and you know i actually did not have uh ds um my my last game boy before i bought the 3ds was the game boy color and i okay. played I played Leaf Green and Fire Red were the last ones that I played, bef- and so I never got onto Diamond and Pearl.
0: So you've never s- played these games?
1: No, and I'm super. So let's that. let's
0: what? So tell tell the people what this is. This is a remake. Of- yeah.
1: So yeah. So it's it's a remake of Diamond and Pearl. Um, they're called Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, and they are literally the exact same game. Um, they've updated the graphics, so mm-hmm. it looks more like the three 3DS- the new 3DS versions, right? versions um but it's still the exact same gameplay still has the isometric camera still has the so same not the behind the
0: back that we've seen in the in yeah the, no not the new not, pokemon uh no, not game. sword and,
1: not sword and shield style it's gotcha. it's, it's more uh, x and y style
0: that's probably smart uh, though to because if you're going to remake a game like that you probably wanted to at least play like the original game you know yeah and i'm really excited
1: about it like i miss i miss that there's like a gap of a pokemon gap in my life that i am you gotta fill that you gotta fill that that gap dude gotta fill the poke hole (laughs) yeah gotta fill that poke hole you know if you don't fill your poke hole then what (laughs) What are are you you doing doing? what are you doing doing with your life you
0: gotta (laughs) you gotta pay the toll to fill that poke hole
1: yep so that pokey hole is about to get filled by oh, this uh God. pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl um that's why that's why you took out,
0: all those drill and hole classes
1: exactly exactly <laughs> gotta bake the muffins for the for the clefairies um but so
0: so you so you you've never played these games what, no how do you i fi- haven't do you are do you want a more traditional Pokemon since we got the Sword and Shield? Like yeah, the newer? dude, I'm
1: I'm all about the old traditional Pokemon, man. I go, I still go back and play uh, Leaf Green from time to time.
0: Cool. Um, I, so I have never played a Pokemon game. Do you think this would be a good place for me to jump? Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it would. I think this would be the perfect place for you to jump on, actually, because it's kind of that cross between um it, you got that old school style but the like the new, new graphics feel, new graphics um it's also got a wider breadth of pokemon in it i think than the original are um, they doing
0: like the 128 or are they doing beyond that
1: uh you mean 151?
0: 151 151 I, I don't know anything <laughs> about pokemon i don't yeah, know, I, don't know. I think it's i want
1: come. i want to say it's like 300 or something like that okay. i'm i could be wrong on that like i said this is this is going to be this is new territory for me <laughs>
0: Did they say anything um, about the quality of life stuff? Because I imagine uh, they did. Old... I mean, I
1: didn't. I didn't watch. I don't know if there was anything beyond the trailer. But okay. all I watched was the trailer. It was like a two two minute and twenty second trailer, and um, all so no, they I, did all no, they I, did was like show the old game, and, and then, then it was like crossfade, yeah. and here's the new game. Right. Here's what it's gonna look like. Like Nintendo always does with this stuff.
0: So no idea if they're doing like an update to not necessarily how the game plays, but like just quality of life stuff. I'm I sure they are. They are. I,
1: I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't I think f- as far as those games go, the quality of life stuff has always been good um, with Pokemon. Mm,
0: I, I think it. so. I've, I've seen people play Pokemon before and that I've, some of those games are hard to go back to. I can tell you from just watching emulated versions of them, they, they can be a little impenetrating sometimes. With as, as far as like the way that the the movement is and like how slow the battles can be sometimes. That's more what I mean by quality of life stuff. So yes. Not necessarily-
1: okay. That's but that's poke that even persists through today's Pokemon, like, like the slow the one, battles and stuff. Yeah. The X and Y or not uh, X and Y Sword, Sword Shield. and Shield still has that same gotcha. kind of slow battle system and and in that classic JRPG battle system. Got you um and that's that's going to be pokemon at least the 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 traditional games that's probably going to be until the end of time if mm-hmm. i guess um, i wonder
0: i wonder if if they'll ever pivot to like a more action-based combat system or if they're going to stay i
1: honestly i hope not but maybe that's just me like being my nostalgic old ass is just like keep it the same right teach the kids cursive. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yep, yeah. You know, it. I don't think I, you can I, really because what I feel like would happen is they would announce. um Well, there's two ways it could go, right? It could be stick with the traditional. That's what people want. And if you announce the other way, people are going to riot. Or they do what Yakuza like a dragon did, and they announce a new combat system, and people will just absolutely love it.
1: Well, I mean, they did that with like Let's Go. So like Let's Go EV and, and and that's actually a good pivot. And I thought they the were game.
0: I thought that Let's Go was a just a straight remake.
1: No, 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 not oh, at all. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. it's
1: it's in the same region, um, but the the capturing and the battling of wild Pokemon is entirely different.
0: Oh, okay, uh, that's cool. I didn't So
1: instead of battling wild Pokemon, um, it's more like they took the Pokemon Go formula and you like basically you can like instead of just like a random battle happening mm-hmm. in let's go, you'll actually see the Pokemon running around and you um, can throw them berries and that will take down their defense and take and make them more susceptible to being caught and then you just throw a ball at them and then you catch them and that's it and then and then the only battles you do are with trainers and gym leaders and um that is that is strictly that is more like the traditional pokemon battle system but as far as pokemon in the wild it's a completely different thing um and i think that's that's actually a good pivot into this other game they announced which is pokemon legends arceus um which arceus is one of the legendary pokemon from the Sinnoh region Mm -hmm. um and that is coming out january 28th um from what Mm -hmm. i saw again it was just a really short trailer but um it looked pretty cool. I mean, it looked like a very Let's Go style scenario. Like you get, you're sneaking around in the grass. You see the Pokemon out in the distance. You throw the ball at them. It's so not like it's still a,
0: it's still an RPG. Either. It's, it's not like a different type of gameplay or anything.
1: It's, it's more like the Let's Go, like I was just telling you about, with the berries and the throwing gotcha. the ball instead. Instead of finding in, in regular Pokemon, you go and you, and you have these random battles, and it'll be like, oh, right. wild Pidgey appeared or whatever, and mm-hmm. then you battle it, weaken it, and throw a ball at it
0: right it's very dragon quest and and this is more like uh stuff appears on the menu or the map and you you get to choose if you want to engage it or whatnot
1: exactly and so that this rks game looks a lot more like that and i think it's it's actually uh set back in time like in like some kind of ancient time where rks is like actually like out and about doing shit so like Um, more like feudal japan or something like that it's not feudal but like they did just in the very beginning of the trailer it's like my grandfather told me of this ancient story of got adam pokemon. adam
0: voice acting going on let's let's get into it give us give pokemon, us your impression
1: i there was a guy that told me some <laughs> <It's> stuff <brilliant. laughs> about this pokemon named arceus and then now it's i'm like, going burr, to find him uh uh so yeah it, it it looks like let's go like another let's go game cool um and so that's gonna be fun. I think, but dude, it kind of looked like you 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 say that I don't notice when games run like shit. Mm-hmm. Even in this trailer. Ooh, that's not good. Even in this trailer, like there were hitches on the Pokemon that were like popping around, like bopping around on the screen. Like it was like the the environments were all going at a higher frame rate than the Pokemon bouncing around on the screen were. i feel like that's been really jarring
0: that's been a big problem with the switch lately is that the tech just can't keep up with um with the games they're designing people are designing for you know what i mean like i feel like there's like the games are like hyrule warriors the new one the calamity one like i played the demo for that and there were times when that game just could not handle what was happening on the screen and i you know that seems to be a problem that nintendo is just not really caring about they. they, yeah, did they don't with, care.
1: They're selling millions. Of, they're they're dominating the market, so they don't really give a shit.
0: It's like that *Links Awakening* remake. Like that thing is a great game and looks incredible, but
1: man, there are
0: times when that thing goes to like twelve frames a second. Like, that I, makes me like, sad.
1: I need to play that. I have to play
0: it's that. It's so good. Um, so I, I, but that we could. So this isn't on the list. But did you see the uh, leak of the rumored Switch Pro?
1: I've heard a ton about it. Um, so I haven't is, seen any leaked images. Are there images? It's not there? An, no.
0: So this was a Bloomberg Jason Schreier was reporting. So, you know, it's legit. Um, it, basically it was, there's a new, it, they're not calling it the switch pro or anything. What I, what I, what I gathered, and I could be wrong about this, but what I gathered is it's going to replace the regular model of switch. And I think it might come out more expensive, but basically it would just like wipe out the old one. And this is the new one. So kind of like when you remember the the new 3ds exactly 100% like the new 3ds Um, and I don't know what the bump they they don't they're speculating but they don't really know what the bump in like uh, tech like as far as hardware would I mean there's going
1: to be an OLED screen I know that much right yes yeah so the better battery going to be a a smaller bezel yes yeah Um, so
0: larger screen overall smaller bezel uh, which contributes to the larger screen Uh, OLED which will look really good. But what I'm, what I think the most interesting thing about this would be what is powering that hardware? Like what kind of specs do we have? Are these games going to run better? Can you get links awakening to run at 60 frames or something like that? Hey, I doubt it, but you know, that'd be, that'd be super nice, right? Like that's I'm what I want to offend,
1: see. It. I'm about to offend a lot of people. Uh-oh. Wow. He did it. He did it. Can you hear that?
0: Yes. Yep. <laughs>
1: hungry, man. This isn't
0: ASMR, bro. <sighs> can't just be eating chips on the fucking... <laughs> what are you they're doing still, but They're
1: sitting right here. They're Cape Cod.
0: Then kick them across. The th- get Ham to pick them up and take them across the thing. Oh,
1: man. Oh, they're so good. Alright, I gotta close this up. I gotta close this up before I just, like, munch this entire bag down.
0: I thought when you said, I'm going to offend a bunch of people, I thought you were gonna say, I don't care about how the Switch runs. I just... I want my Pokemon games. I'm like, whatever. <laughs>
1: No, well, I'm just, I'm getting hungry.
0: <laughs> this is it's, is this, it this
1: lunchtime? It's, past, it's way lunchtime. past
0: lunchtime. I haven't eaten any lunch either. But...
1: I haven't eaten any lunch, man. Um, but anyways, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you out there. <laughs> <You're down> there.
0: <laughs> um are But, but I, I do think this is, so with the Switch, you know, coming up on its...
1: Fourth? What,
0: fifth, no, fifth. 2017, yeah, fourth. Has really? it been four years? It feels like it's been a lot longer than that, but that's because time doesn't mean anything anymore. And there's um, also
1: been so many good games on it.
0: True. Uh that so th- let's pivot from that into the new um the other thing that was revealed this week, which is the Horizon Zero Dawn. Now, my my time with Horizon, I very much enjoyed the first game. Uh it 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 was a really fun, well-polished game, but Big problem with Horizon isn't even a fault of the game itself. It just happened to come out at the exact same time as Breath of the Wild.
1: They shot themselves in the foot. With I that, mean, dude. and I,
0: I, I really liked Horizon Zero Dawn, and I did not finish it because I played the absolute shit out of uh, Breath of the Wild, and it was really hard to go from Breath of the Wild back into Horizon Zero Dawn after you've been playing that kind of open world. And from what it looks like, this gameplay reveal that they just did, we're getting a little bit of Breath of the Wild in Horizon Zero Dawn. So, tell yeah, me, tell me how you feel about that. Let's- I am
1: super stoked, man. I played, I played Horizon Zero Dawn. I beat it like right when it came out. Um, ran around, tried to fill out the whole map, doing all that fun stuff. Got all the, got all the giant. I can't remember what they called, like the giant <clears throat> walkers with the long necks. The
0: Triceratops, looking thing, or. Um- brachiosaurus like things. the
1: draft looking things yeah, yeah those those are fun i did all those like I, I really played a lot of that game when it first came out mm. did you month. Did you ever play the dlc did not play uh frozen wilds i mm. i really wanted to but i just never got around to it gotcha. um but this game looks like more better more more comma, better more comma better horizon
0: did, so <laughs> i initially it looked like it was a lot of the same, but I feel like when they dug into it, um
1: the grab you got a grappling hook, a grappling
0: hook, you, you have got the- a
1: grappling hook, you got a, you paraglider? Have a glider.
0: I mean, Dude, that's that is a, that the, is most, the rip most rip-off breath of the wild. But I mean, honestly, like I don't want to play an open world game anymore unless I have a paraglider. Like it, it just it is so satisfying in Breath of the Wild to jump from a super high point and just go wherever the hell you want because you've got this paraglider. And I think adding that to uh, Horizon Zero or Horizon Forbidden West is a a great move.
1: It looks, and I mean, the combat in Horizon has always been like the highest point for me. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Just with the variety of weapons and tools at your disposal to not even just fight, but also move around. Yeah. the movement um, and feels the running around feels really good. The run around's great in horizon, and it looks like the run around's about to be even better, man. Like yeah. that grappling hook is so cool. Like I could not this get is, over that grappling hook.
0: This is the year it's of grappling called, hooks between uh, the new monster hunter and and all these yeah, no that allow kidding. You to, to go I think they there. called
1: it they called it a pull cross. And that's which, a cool name which, for something which makes which makes more sense for the way it looked because it wasn't like you she was grappling up and like shooting up, she was like grappling straight across from herself.
0: Right. Pulling herself
1: mm-hmm. completely straight across, and then just like
0: just slingshotting herself,
1: slamming her feet into the wall and grabbing. And uh, I wonder just, if
0: it's going to work like the grappling hook in Titanfall uh, slash Apex, like a. Uh, where you can basically Spider-Man your way around, or if it's going to be more fixed. I
1: think it's more fit. You, you grapple to that point, wherever you, wherever your grapple lands, that's where you're going to shoot yourself to. Because so no, it's called a pull cross, not a grapple. Slingshot. Yeah. <laughs> I exactly. wonder, but I wonder,
0: because you know with these types of games, one of the best, think about Breath of the Wild, one of the best parts about Breath of the Wild was breaking the game in ways that maybe it wasn't designed to be. Um, I kind of hope that Horizon gets a little bit more of that in its DNA. You know what I mean? Like I want to be able to play this game in a way that maybe the developers didn't, they, they definitely thought about, but maybe they didn't, you know, anticipate. I'd love to just be able to slingshot Aloy, you know, a hundred fucking feet <laughs> across the map somewhere. Or yeah. Like that. I
1: don't, I don't think that's going to be the case though. Okay. I, I hate to burst your bubble, but I don't think <laughs> it's going to be what they're going to do. One thing that I, I, I think would be really cool is uh, if you just, so one, one thing you could do in the last game, but they kind of added to it in this one, you can overtake, um, like kind of mm-hmm. hack into the, the machine. Different, different and take them dinosaurs over. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, and so in this one, you can actually hack into the raptors and ride them around like horsies. And, and, which is uh,
0: you could do that in the last one not with the raptors but with the different beasts. So that's probably yeah, the, basically more, the same thing. Yeah, the more thing. peaceful
1: ones you can yeah. do that with. But this one it's like it looks like you can actually uh, use your beast to attack with. Attack stuff, yeah. Um and so one way I think you might be able to break the game, what if you could like just hack into like an entire herd of raptors and have them mm. riding around with you and attacking like the the enemies. It's,
0: it's like the um what was the uh the Orc game. Um Shadow of War, when you yeah. just like march up with like a hundred controlled, you know, orcs behind <laughs> you and just march into a campground. And like I, yeah. that stuff is super fun and exciting. I, I I do hope that they get a little bit of that kind of creativity in there. Do
1: um, you think they'll ever make another Shadow game?
0: I hope so. I, I didn't yeah. like the second one very much, but the first one I think is brilliant. Um, I think it was with, such the, a cool concept. The, the, the problem with the second one was they just went too big. Uh, like
1: I never it, even played it. I never it was, it was way
0: too, it was. More of the same and way too, like, much of the same. There was a lot of micromanagement. That's that's the problem with the second one that I didn't like. Because the first one was like, you know, you're taking down this dude, this dude, this dude, this dude. and, And it's kind of like a seamless thing. This one was like, to take down this guy, you need like 70 of these motherfuckers behind you. And then you need to go, you know, after you beat his camp, take those people from that camp, go to the other camp, use those orcs against those orcs. And it was just a little too much. I hope they simplify it and go back to uh, a little more of the the original game as opposed to the second one.
1: Yeah. Um, but um,
0: so, what? What when you watch this reveal? What got your juices flowing the most?
1: Um. Well, I think the grapple and the glider, a hundred percent. So movement uh, stuff. Movement stuff. Just because the movement in that game always felt so fun, and the fact that there's more verticality to it. Um. I think adds a whole nother dynamic to the movement that is going to make it really exciting. Yeah. Um, and just from looking at the environments, it made me want to get a PS five even more like looking at the, <laughs> I watched it in 4k on my TV the right. trailer and um, Holy crap, dude, like those environments just look incredible. And in the way that they loads in between cutscene and gameplay, just completely mm-hmm. seamlessly. I mean, obviously there's a camera cut cause it's not a God of war, right. <laughs> but uh the way it loads seamlessly like that is is freaking awesome and um then one other thing that kind of got me excited was when she swims underwater Mm -hmm. and she's got that mask that she can breathe underwater the rebreather yeah Mm -hmm. and then there's that giant like megalodon looking like swimmy things swims by her and that was really cool that got me excited because the water in this thing looked amazing like yeah. i i love water tech in games like good water tech <laughs> give me, give in me the games. best
0: what's your best water i, wanna, I, wanna, I want to give me the water. best
1: water i want to you be, light it on
0: fire even better
1: yeah so uh that that got me excited especially as someone that that loves to like scuba dive and be in the ocean like that got me really excited so i uh,
0: I, I think the uh the way that they the, for me it's going to come down to the map and how uh varied the environments are because one thing that i think the original horizon kind of suffered from was every area looked i mean it looked different but like every area generally looked the same it kind of looked like a rainforest very lush very tropical so um,
1: you get to the frozen wilds
0: yeah but even the frozen wild stuff it just looked like that but with snow on it you know because okay. you kind of go at the very beginning you you because i just restarted the game when they did the complete collection on ps plus um you go to that like snowy park right at the very beginning and it 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 looks a little different but it still looks like that you know tundra but with some snow on it so Mm. my hope for this game is that they really step up the because you think again take it back to breath of the wild each biome in that world looks so different from every other biome right like every single part of breath of the wild you know if you're in the gorgon area if you're in the zora area if you're in the you know um the the grudo everything grudo. is
1: stylistically unique
0: very very i mean that game is super stylish and and horizon is stylish too but in a like i get they're going for a more realistic things so each tribe can't it looks different like you you definitely know when you're like with the, the um noras versus like whatever the some of those other tribes are called but they still look pretty similar and i hope that they bring a little more of the fantastical you know what i mean like maybe a little more future armor because like this game's whole conceit is that this is set like you know way in the
1: future to the point it's a where... thousand years in the future yeah and on the moon or something like that I don't know. no no so, it's on earth it's on yeah. earth because it um definitely on earth in fact that the trailer this trailer takes place in san francisco
0: Oh okay. Um, I thought there was something and, to do with the moon and the horizon. Or, I, I can't remember. It's been a while since I, I played it, but
1: um, but no, it takes this this trailer takes place in San Francisco. But then at the very end of this trailer, uh, your friend Aaron actually like you. Apparently, I think this whole conceit of him being captured was he was uh, off trying to find some tech for Aloy, and he's like he he she gets she rescues Aaron, and then he's like, hey, I found the thing that you wanted me to find, and it's like this little like hard drive looking thing. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he she pressed the button and the holograph hol- hologram pops up and um, it's a, a map of the entire U.S. Oh, OK, cool. And there's and there's little and it's it's really cool that like so uh, on this map, um, it looks like some stuff has happened. Like it, just topographically, Florida's gone. Uh, California, looks like st- <laughs> <laughs> California looks like it's California looks like it's kind of starting to split off um and there's also little blips all over the map and what i thought in my brain is Uh, i think this is where we're going to be going i think we're going to be going to all these different places on this map all the blips that you see all the blips and they go from coast to coast and um
0: so it's kind of they're more like the last of us yeah right
1: yeah yeah and it's called forbidden west so i mean
0: they ever say in the original that it is does it take place on the east coast or something
1: no that's what the implication would be right
0: if this is the forbidden west
1: i can't remember what city it's i want to say it was in like the northwest was where the first one took place but i could be wrong okay um so send us uh if we're wrong send us a correction gaming and drinking at gmail or tweet us at gaming drinking or instagram at gaming and drinking all that fun stuff uh let us know if we're wrong on that i i don't know um (laughs) <laughs> but yeah that that looked like a lot of fun um there was also uh there was a new enemy that they, like so the the raiders now have figured out a way to ride around on these machines uh uh-huh. kind of like aloy can but aloy can because she has her magic little beacon um but now they've figured out how to do it too and they have what looks like a freaking like robot war elephant Um that's like the boss. The the
0: oh yeah, yeah. It it looks like something out of um like Alexander, (laughs) the movie.
1: Yeah, it looks really dope. It's got like cannons on its side, it's got Mm -hmm. enemies riding on top of it with arrows, and then it also has like a plasma cannon on the front of it that like shoots at the ground and causes like earthquakes to like shoot towards Aloy. Um, Um, but Aloy can like knock weapon, she can actually shoot the weapons off the side of the elephant and then take it and like use its own weapon against it.
0: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, so like I'll say have I have figured out where the game takes place. The it takes one? place in Colorado, Utah, sections of Arizona, and a small portion of Montana.
1: The first game. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of the West, but th- obviously she's had to go further West. Um, cause it's forbidden. To get to- it's forbidden. And she did it anyways. Cause so she's, she's,
0: so she's going to California. So there's probably going to be like, um, What I imagine they'll do is like a fallout type thing. So you know how in fallout, you kind of heard about the NCR. NCR, Yeah. Northern California Rangers uh, before you ever met them. I imagine they're going to do like this society has to be completely different than the tribal stuff they have going on in the original horizon. That's the only way they continue this kind of thing. I mean, it's
1: definitely different beasts to begin with. Like the, instead of, I didn't see any watchers. Like watchers were the most common thing in, Right. the first horizon and it seems like these raptor things have kind of taken the place of the watcher things um, right. they're the ones kind of poking around in all the bushes seeing if you're you're chilling there and then they have like this crazy like sound attack that like disables you for a minute right and um <clears throat> just they they changed up some stuff like different enemy types and stuff like that and so um, it sounds
0: like they're going um it's going to be more of the same, but bigger and better. Like that seems to be the, yeah. the, the, the and line I am of this
1: super down with this man. Like the textures, like textures and lighting looks so good. Like particle effects. All that's amazing. And I'm sure, you know, how much shit that Sony has talked about these fucking uh, controllers and how like yeah. it's going to make, pulling a bow string feel great feel like a bow like yeah. it, it, like i assume that this is the game that this they're talking the about this with is
0: 100 percent the game that they developed so as, that tech for. A,
1: it's gonna be adaptive controller overload uh in a in the best way hopefully
0: yeah i think so too i think that's i think what they've been doing with the controller is super smart um i know you probably haven't had a chance to play too much of it but
1: i haven't even seen a ps5 in person dude
0: oh <laughs> yeah um
1: i think it's... over here and just twiddling my thumbs
0: uh these kind of things is or w- what sony likes to do is show peace games right like your god of wars and your horizon zero dawns <clears throat> when they get this kind of game uh to, to the point where they're about to ship it like everything that they've been planning for this console this is where that stuff comes to fruition right like this is what this this console was designed for was to sell games like horizon forbidden west and i think that's what we're going to see with this game is the triggers or the the controller stuff the the 4k you know 60 textures the all that stuff this is going to be the showpiece for the ps5 that we really haven't seen yet i mean like demon souls looks really good and returnal looks really good but this is the game made for the masses and it's going to be the one that i'm one,
1: i'm has. hoping that they developed this for the ps5 and not with the ps4 in mind at all that's what i, I really <laughs> really really hope
0: I, I feel like they probably, I mean, they definitely developed with the PS4 in mind because that's the bigger console right now. Like that's more copies out there, but like this, I, I bet they designed it for this and then they back loaded everything else. Like they had to like dress it down, you know, take the textures out and, and do. Some yeah. I'm, stuff. Not gonna, I'm not
1: even going to, I'm not going to touch this game if I don't have a PS5, like I, I feel and confident
0: you'll have a PS5 by the time this thing comes out, because the other thing we should say about this is at the end of that trailer, they did not reveal a release date.
1: No, they didn't, and I actually didn't even think about that until just now when you said that. Yeah, um, So, they, yeah. they
0: didn't reveal a release date, and then they uh did a tweet. Uh, I'm wondering right
1: if after- they might at
0: E3. So, right afterwards, they did a tweet. The director of the game said, Uh, we will have more. To- we didn't reveal a release date, we don't want to say anything yet, but we will reveal some more information very soon. Okay, so very soon to me says E3. E3. Uh, I don't the thing though is that Sony has been very anti e three for the past two years, so
1: it'll be uh, same time for though they'll do it they'll do it on their own terms, but it'll be same time.
0: well, my question is so I listened to another podcast uh the kind of funny games daily, and they uh blessing was saying that he thinks they might be waiting on Nintendo to reveal when. Breath of the Wild 2 comes out so they don't come to the same, uh, to yeah, the same, the same that makes fuck. a
1: lot of sense, actually. I hadn't even thought about that. Because but here's, here's Breath my Breath of the thing. Wild 2 with the new Switch could
0: mm-hmm. could cause the same kind Breath of the thing. Wild
1: to... <laughs> yeah. Horizon 2 to come out at the same time. But here's my thing. Oh, no. I, I
0: don't see, I think the, the, based on the gameplay footage that I saw from Horizon Forbidden West, that game looks like it could ship this year. I do not think there's any chance in hell that breath of the wild two ships this year i would love for it to i don't I mean, think that's happening. with
1: breath of the wild though like they had like a six month lead up to that game like it was like they yeah, announced they it and six and months it later it out. Came yeah,
0: out. you're right but i also think that they i mean they announced this game like two years ago at this point they've also so.
1: they've already got they've probably are they got the tech already they've got yeah they're not building like a new assets engine or anything. like they have to they've got a lot of that already that initial groundwork already covered
0: yeah, that's true. I mean, we'll see. I, I I, I am curious to see what they, if they're holding back, why they're holding back, because the game looks pretty far along. Um, I
1: think they're holding back for the new system, the new Switch. I think it's going to release day and date with the new Switch because I meant that Horizon, would be... But... Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: But yeah, you're right. I do think that they're, I, I don't, with Nintendo, there's no telling. The, I don't know why Nintendo <laughs> does half the things they do, but um, I do think that there's definitely some a reason that i think breath of the wild 2 would absolutely launch with the next version of the switch like that the it did, it works so well for the original switch and the original breath of the wild that it just makes a ton of sense to do the same thing all over again and i know for if you tell me that i can play that game at 60 frames if i buy the new switch i'm plopping down 400 dollars for that thing you know what i mean like it's going to happen so uh, i think that Dude, would be super super smart
1: could you imagine if they were like hey at- at their, like, treehouse or whatever they do at E3, if they're like, hey, uh, Breath of the Wild and the new Switch are coming out, you know, this holiday season. Also, boom! uh Mario Galaxy 2. <laughs> <I, laughs> or not Mario Galaxy. Fucking, what's it called? Mario Odyssey, Odyssey. Odyssey 2. Odyssey. Mario Odyssey 2 Band-Aid as well.
0: <laughs> that would be... <laughs> I mean, we're due for another Mario game for sure. Yeah. So I think, I think that's 100% possible. I personally... I thought Odyssey was pretty fucking brilliant. I would like to see, I want to see them do a more, I think everyone's been saying that the Bowser's Fury thing from the um, Super Mario 3D World or Super Mario.
1: I've got that. I need to play that. I haven't played that yet. I'm playing that for next week.
0: uh, Super Mario 3D World. So that open world thing they did, I think that's going to be where Mario goes next. So I am curious to see what they do with the next Mario. I think that'd be a really fun thing to do with it and go down some path like, like open
1: world but also kind of bespoke levels within that open world
0: 100 yeah yeah and i think that's i think that's everyone everyone seemed to love that new uh bowser's fury thing so I, I think that's definitely where they're going with the next mario but if they if they if they do that then i feel like they're gonna have to uh you know if, if bowser's fury was a test case then they probably got a ways to go with the next one right
1: Mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh-huh
0: it, for you audio listeners adam is filling up his glass with his crowd dude
1: this beer is so big it's the size of my head mm-hmm. and it, I, I didn't mention this before i do actually with funny story about my giant head um i can't wear hats a lot of times <laughs> um you know you know the hats with the uh the the snapback hats yeah i i have to wear those with one one snap uh-huh. <laughs> it's just the very last snap is the uh, only one holding it on it is holding on for dear so you're talking life. About
0: like wearing them backwards so i feel like anyone that wears a snapback backwards they look like a a child because that's the only thing that i see like snapbacks on anymore it's like small children. i
1: mean no i mean in ge- if i wear it forwards it's only one snap too i was just doing this for uh, for like you know uh context yeah like it's one snap dude it is holding on for dear life that's
0: crazy you do yeah. got a big ass head so that's, that makes sense
1: yeah.
0: um all right so is that you think that's an it for uh forbidden west you want to say anything else about it
1: um yeah i think that does it for that uh i know you you being the giant jrpg nerd that you are mm-hmm. uh have something else to talk about that also got dude this is like announcement week. Week. so
0: but even barring that there was a uh, dying light too was revealed which looks really really dope i love yeah. the first game uh, the enhanced version they did at least i've never played the original part but the the the, the enhanced version they did a dying light was amazing um so they revealed that there it was the pokemon thing there was something else too i can't remember oh the um sonic <laughs> oh <laughs> that's dude sonic, that's sonic mess
1: as someone um, that loves sonic like just let him die dude I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not a sonic guy
0: but that <laughs> was also another thing and then the big one for me was the dragon quest uh 35th anniversary 35 years of dragon quest we are getting old um
1: you're, you're old i am dude <laughs> um,
0: so they announced dragon quest 12 uh and didn't show anything we'll get into that in a second. Um, and they also announced, more excitingly to me, because they at least showed stuff from it, was a remake of Dragon Quest three from the Octopath developers. And it looks... I am
1: super stoked for that. It looks so good. That's uh, going to so be it's, fun.
0: It's the same type of watercolor art style that they've been doing for the past couple games. Like, the, it's Octopath. almost...
1: What's it called? What's it... Uh, what's the, the... There's a Japanese shift, term. Shift, shift, the, uh, shift, shift lens. The shift tilt, or tilt shift tilt shift yeah tilt shift camera angle kind
0: yes. of deal so cool it's a 2d um playing with 3d sprites it looks amazing uh the octopath guys have proven that they can design a freaking video game uh they know what they're doing and i think setting like this kind of so dragon quest 3 has been remade a bunch of times that you can get it on basically every system that's ever been made it's been on i played game it on Boy. my phone it's first time i phones. played it was on my phone it's been on uh Every it, it came out on the NES originally, uh, the, the Famicom um in Japan, and it's been ported to basically every system ever. So it's been remade a bunch of times, but this one, and I've, I've been wanting them to do something like this for a while now, because I think these old RPGs are brilliant in their design and maybe not so much in their uh, quality of life stuff. I would love to see them keep doing this with the entirety of the Dragon Quest series up to maybe like seven or something like that when they came into 3D. And this game looks incredible it is definitely like one of Dragon quest 3 was one of the most beloved ones it was like the first one that really took the story stuff to the next level had bespoke characters um all this stuff and i think it's going to be super interesting to see them do this um with the octopath guys in charge and it, it looks it just looks so good i'm very excited about it and it also looks more excitingly very far along um so we're probably not gonna have to wait too long for it which is to me even more exciting because i I don't want them to reveal something like this and then make us wait like you know two years to get it. Like I, I hope it comes out within this year. And I is there
1: will... like a is there like a sub developer? Because I know um, Octopath was uh, published by Square Enix. Is it also developed by Square?
0: Octop- so the the guys who I can't remember the name of the developers, but they are owned by Square. Yes.
1: Okay, and so it's the same developers that did them. It, uh, did Octopath is also doing this. Mm-hmm. they're also doing are they the ones also doing uh project triangle i
0: said so that our style looks super similar but i'm not sure that this is the, the art style and
1: the writing the writing was super duper similar too
0: uh i don't know that there it might be triace is the the company that does the octopus stuff and they, they did like star ocean back in the day
1: They've been okay. around for a
0: long time um and I'm not sure if they're doing that. That project triangle, I mean, that from the aesthetics, like the logo, dude. I played that, so I played that
1: demo, good. and oh my god, I can't wait for that game.
0: It's, it's, it's Octopath's version of uh Fire Emblem.
1: I'm gonna get all up in it.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be good. All you know, up in you're, that game, I'm gonna fill all those holes too.
1: Yeah, dude, I need those JRPG holes filled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so that brings me to the other thing about this. And this drives me nuts. So they revealed Dragon Quest Twelve. We haven't had a Dragon Quest since Eleven. They ported Dragon Quest Eleven to every console on the planet. It's been four or five years since that game came out. It's a great game. I played the absolute probably about hundred hours in that game. They did not show anything. I mean, it's, sweet. It's a, it's a trailer. What was your favorite part? The, the logo, because that's all they showed. <laughs>
1: Ooh, tell me about it tell me about that logo
0: it was fiery and that the the like uh, did Moria, it look like a Dragon quest logo 100 <laughs> but the the guy who developed it said we're going for a darker tone and the, the trailer definitely establishes that and i think that's cool but also like
1: why like shadows <laughs> just have, like shadows on shadow, the, shadow of the hedgehog yeah <laughs> just,
0: just like cross hedgehog. crossover oh no don't say that don't give people any ideas <laughs> um but I, I I it drives me nuts. This is the same thing that you saw with uh, Bethesda did this couple of years ago with Starfield and uh, Elder Scrolls Six.
1: Dude, that Elder Scrolls it wasn't even a thing. It was just dumbest. the
0: waterfall with fucking. Logo, We're working but, on
1: it. And um, I get it;
0: they don't have anything to show. But like, maybe don't show anything. It But it drives the, the me thing nuts. is, the
1: fans the fans for game. All right, so particularly for games. Like Dragon Quest, like Elder Scrolls. Right, like we'll Bethesda forget about it, it as
0: soon as they reveal. They the are
1: so they are so rabid and probably like beating on the doors of these developers. Like, right. show us something. <laughs> and right. so, so they're finally like, "Fuck here, here, here we're, leave we're us working alone. on it." You yeah. know, we're working on it here. We yeah. got a fucking logo. There well, what, you go.
0: What what really upsets me about this is that I feel like if they didn't show anything, the game is not far along at all right so it's probably going to be another two or three years before it actually comes out which at is least- fine i don't mind waiting it's not about that it's just that it's been very long since the last one and it seems like this is going to be an even further wait than than we previously thought i'm not you know mad at that there's going to be plenty of games to play i think between.
1: it has i'm sorry good
0: no, no that's it I, we're gonna have plenty of games to play in between like i'm not i'm not super worried about it but it's just like I just kind of I, I get what you're you're 100% right like the the developers they have to show something they have to get their fan base something to munch on you know while Because this
1: people is... suck. That's why because yep. people suck.
0: And with the Bethesda stuff in particular it's like it, you're damned if you do you're damned if you don't right like if you wait three more years to reveal starfield everyone knows it's coming everybody knows that it's going to be a thing but if you wait that long to reveal and and don't say anything in that in that interim people are like we know you're doing this everyone knows you're doing it why don't you show us something and then they show something and they're like that wasn't good enough to, like yeah, come back with something exactly. else um yeah. so people i suck, man. It, it's it's hard to you, you they're they're in a really thankless position but, but
1: then you but then you've got other companies i'm sorry to interrupt uh um, no, yeah no, uh but uh then you got other companies like nintendo who are just like hey i know you guys weren't really talking about it but uh how about that metroid (laughs) you're working on some metro and y'all want to hear about some bayonetta
0: well Uh, those are two so with with (laughs) metroid they like fired the original staff and like brought on retro who did the metro prime games like halfway through development of that game so that makes sense why that game's not out yet but bayonetta 3 why the fuck is it? Where is, that is it? Now? Where is that it? game's been in development for like nine years. I don't even know. Dude, like, I feel like they were you, going to right after Bayonetta 2 came out. And that was a long fucking time ago. Dude,
1: Bayonetta 2 was so good too. Like Bayonetta, I love those games. And you know who else loved those games is Amy. Oh, yeah. She, does, she doesn't play a lot of video games. I bought her a Switch and she basically plays Animal Crossing and Bayonetta. On oh, the, nice. On that. I and, love Bayonetta. Uh, and she's played through bayonetta one and two like three times both of nice. them nice <laughs> she's and every time every time there's like a nintendo event she's like okay cool just let me know if there's anything about bayonetta mm-hmm. <laughs> and sometimes i mess with her and i'm like yeah they they, they revealed it. it's coming out next month oh
0: my god that's so mean <laughs>
1: she's like oh really and i'm like no 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 it's never coming out this is vapor.
0: this is going to be the new duke nukem forever like it's never coming out so. oh
1: god i hope not i hope that it has a better fate than duke nukem forever forever i
0: yeah i can't imagine that it's going to fare that badly but you know it it is one of those things where you don't really know i'm wondering a-
1: i'm wondering if they're trying to because she is such a hypersexualized character I'm wondering right. if they are, like, having a hard time trying I, to, like, navigate those waters. I
0: really don't think they care. I think they – they plus, Japanese culture is very different from American culture when that's it comes true, to sexuality and stuff. But I also think that they're, like – because if you if you look at, like, the way that women talk about Bayonetta, they kind of they see her as, like, her. An, an icon. Yeah, so, like, I don't think that's – a because she's not really – she's sexualized very much, but it's not but really – But
1: she does it herself yeah like,
0: and, and she uses it to literally beat the shit out of men and demons yeah, so it's, it's fucking like, awesome whatever um but yeah this kind of stuff when it comes to these unreleased games and what people are working on you've got you don't want to fall into the cyberpunk thing right like where you reveal early and, and people are so hyped that there's I'm no i'm still way.
1: burned by cyberpunk
0: I, I i like cyberpunk and i i think you played it on a, a
1: ps5 great. though
0: that's true and i think it's a great game but I, I also think that the hype machine, there was you, you there, no game would have lived up to the hype
1: from Cyberpunk. Dude I no was so have. I was so wrapped up in that hype that like I was watching all of the Night City stories. Yeah, me too. All of the Night, Night City, City Wire. Movie. Yeah, Night City Wire. I was watching all of those. I was getting so into that. Like, oh shit, look at this detective mode. It's like Batman, but better. Yeah. And then like all this other like every every little detail that was getting released, I was gobbling that shit up and I was so excited to be like, I'm about to get into this crazy ass cyber world that I am just never going to leave. You know, this is, you know, we've almost reached it. We've almost reached that point, Travis, where mm. I can just put on plug in to the matrix like Neo and just never leave my couch.
0: But that's not and what that game was.
1: It was not what that game was at all. And it was, it kinda, it said
0: it was just a really good fallout game, which I love. So um, yeah,
1: well, fallout's still overrated. Oh God, I can't. right now. <laughs>
0: um so yeah you don't want to fall into the cyberpunk thing you don't want to reveal too much too early where people are are they have unrealistic expectations of what is going to come you know you've got like <clears throat> you've got you when it comes to like breath of the wild 2 uh, these games that have been revealed really early and haven't really shown much you can only go down right like cause in people's heads this game is a masterpiece. So the only thing you can do is disappoint people. So I do think that it it, it is smart to maybe not reveal too much early, but I do think it's very frustrating to I get a fucking a temper, logo.
1: They need to temper expectations. Right. Um, and I
0: think that's what stuff like this is, which is like, Hey, get high for it, but also fuck you. you know, we're not showing anything. You know,
1: I think um one game that's actually done a good job of tempering expectations and kind of, also giving information as it comes is blizzard with diablo 4 Mm -hmm. um they've done a really good job of showing what the game is they've Mm -hmm. also done a really good job of announcing when they're gonna show something from the game Mm -hmm. and being like hey before we even do this video here's what we're showing don't expect anything more Mm -hmm. and don't bitch at us because we are game developers and we're working on this game for you Right. And um, they've done a really good job of messaging that, I think. Mm. And I think other developers and publishers could probably take a note from that absolutely, to, uh, on, on how they go about their hype cycle because people are going to be super hyped for Diablo four too. Yep. Um, I know, I know that I am like, every time they, they say anything about Diablo four, I am chomping at the bit, man. Yeah. Like the, the vertical, uh, that's a whole nother ball of wax. But um, I think the, the people that are making uh, Elder Scrolls and, and, uh breath the wild and all that they could definitely take a note from those guys as far as the drip feed like don't flood people with information like cyberpunk right maybe maybe give them little tidbits here and there because you know they have tidbits they've got to have tidbits that they could reveal
0: they've definitely got stuff to show and i think it's i mean like in particular with diablo 4 everything they've shown from that game makes my little diablo heart so happy so the drip feed that they're giving you is just like, here's a hit, here's a hit, here's a hit, here's a hit. We'll give you a little bit more later. Like, we know but you're like, coming back.
1: Yeah, and they know, they also, like, they, they know how to, like, inform the audience mm-hmm. um, with also saying, hey, you know, this game's still a far way out. Yes, yeah, yeah. Do don't they don't do
0: don't be expecting this in the next year because it ain't coming they out can, right now.
1: They can satiate while still setting whilst. expectations, whilst setting expectations. <laughs> Absolutely. Great expectations.
0: I think that yes, this is very Dixiean, um, <clears throat> Dickensian, Dickensian,
1: Dick, Dick Dickens,
0: Dick. Dixies in Dixon,
1: Dix, Dix. <laughs>
0: All right. On that note, I think we should take right. a, a break and then come back and do the emails and be done with this. We are the drinking side of gaming and drinking has taken over.
1: Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to you. We'll be right Sir. back. I said, good day. <laughs> we'll be right back. Sound. Yeah, it is. Welcome back, everybody, to Gaming and Drinking, where we are God. drinking and gaming. Um, <laughs> uh, As so, we speak. Yep, yeah, right now. We are doing that. We are great gaming and drinking. Um, so we are both drinking more than we're gaming. <laughs> and we've got a couple questions, and then we're going to call it a day.
0: Uh, I have a new beer here. I want to shout yeah. it out because it's one of mine. It's dear to my heart. This sure. is Amor Artis, uh, Fort Milsner. They are out of Fort Mills, which is where my company is based out of. And the Amor Artist van is actually the one that I drive for my company vehicle. So uh, if you see the Amore Artist van running around, that's me. And this is a just a straight up easy drinking Pilsner. Let's nice. get nice.
1: Yeah. Better than that milkshake you just were boy. On. That
0: was that was something else. <laughs> All
1: right, so let's get right into it. That is a beer ass uh, beer. Nice. I got a question from uh, Keith in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. He asks, uh, "What is your opinion on cash shops in video games? Uh, like, uh, and, like, like, like just just I I guess, micro micro transactions? Okay, yeah, <clears throat> Michael transactions, <laughs>
0: Michael transactions. <laughs> that guy always showing up uh, everywhere.
1: Michael, you son of a bitch, always uh, ruining things." <laughs> um. No, yeah. but, I mean, as far as my tra- micro trans <laughs> 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 oh, oh, my God.
0: We just went off the rails.
1: Micro-transactions go. Um, I don't mind them. I think they're okay. Uh, it really, you know, it depends on the game, but a lot of them, they do it in a way that doesn't piss me off. And then they, every now and then, you'll find one that really... It just seems kind of predatory and uh terrible um the the obviously the most uh egregious one in my brain is the star wars battlefront two yeah. um that was really gross that's
0: the horror story for most of these types of games
1: that yeah that kind of yeah that you don't you really- don't
0: want to do that you don't want to be known as the game that ruined um microtransactions for everybody else, you know? Like, it was so bad that the game literally had to be reworked from the, the bottom up to to take all that shit out, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, they had loot
1: boxes on top of loot boxes
0: that, that were just... Well the, the worst part about that game was that they tied the microtransactions to gameplay stuff. So like your aim would get better depending on the loop, like your Yeah, drop. And it, like, was that's it was randomized. That's like, it was randomized.
1: You, might get, you it. might get better aim. You might get a different color stormtrooper helmet. Like, like, you never yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of the the most egregious one out there. But whenever it comes to stuff like
0: um Hold on, let me get is, Monster wants to get he, He's like losing his shit over here. Hold on a second.
1: Okay. But, um, as far as like, there are some games that I think do it really well. Uh, one game that I think really does it well is apex legends. Um, some of that stuff gets kind of expensive, but none of it is pay to win. Um, so you, you, you might have a skin that costs like 10 to $20, but it's not, it's not going to change any aspect of how the gameplay is. Um, and if you really want to spend that money, that's on you. Like You know, and, and there's no, as far as I know, I'm not a PC player. I know Mm -hmm. that when you get into PC, there's like a whole like black market of, of items that people sell, which I know nothing about.
0: That, yeah. The Um, Steam Marketplace. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So for me, I think it's what you're talking about, like the, the, the Steam Marketplace stuff. That's all that that's like a, you have to go find that, right? Like it's not in your face. If you want to interact with that market, you absolutely can. For me, it is about how in your face is this shit? And I think you just started playing Destiny 2. Destiny 2 is very smart about the microtransactions thing. If you do not want to... I have never spent a dime on microtransactions in Destiny 2. But if you want to, you can absolutely spend money all day in that market. You could
1: bankrupt yourself.
0: Absolutely. Destiny. And I think that that's the way to do it. Like, So I've also been playing uh, Genshin Impact, which is a uh, free-to-play Ginormous open world RPG. Uh, You've
1: actually been playing that. I've never touched it. Is it any it,
0: good? It's very fun. Uh, it, it is super Breath of the Wild. Um, not not as good. It, it, I don't like the combat. The 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 four different camp characters. Yeah, but, like, but, type but okay, but, we'll
1: we'll talk about that later. But all right, Minecraft. <laughs> but, but but
0: but the thing about that one is it's like right, It's like it's one of those free to play games where it's like boom 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 boom. Like buy these crystals, do this best value ninety nine ninety nine or whatever. The, you know.
1: Oh, that's I, the worst. I I
0: it, well, it, it, for me, it's it, it is. Does it look like a phone game? I'm not, that is not what I want. I, I do not want any of that kind of like UI on my screen. I don't want any of that shit in my games. If you want to do microtransactions, more power to you. I know that that's a lot of how Developers get paid these days, like they, they make a lot of money off the back end. Grand Theft Auto, you know, they, that basically is a they're, they're running an entire country in that thing right now. They're making so much money.
1: Literally. Yeah. Um,
0: so I, that's fine. And I've never spent a dime in Grand Theft Auto online either. So I don't as long as I can play the game and not feel like I'm being nickel and dime to death. You know, with Apex, I buy the battle pass every single season, even if I don't complete it.
1: The awesome thing about that, though, is, and I think they've done this as a great uh, incentive to buy initially, is mm-hmm. if you buy the battle pass and you level up that battle pass all the way, uh, you will have enough currency to, built to through the battle pass to, to get the roll battle. it into roll it into the next. Assuming
0: season. that you don't buy anything else with that currency, like skins or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: but you get like you get you get all these uh, apex packs and stuff like that, and you get crafting material from that. Mm -hmm. So there's like three different kinds of currencies in Apex, which the amount of different currencies in games is I think getting outrageous. But but I I get why it's there and why they're doing it, especially in a game like Apex because that's what free. Um and and, and they don't
0: and they're really good about not being um predatory about it. Like they're not like you know you could have this sick gun if you just paid a little bit of money. They don't do anything like that. You have to tab
1: over to the store and then mm -hmm. like pick pick a paid item. And then then it's like, hey, do you want to buy some tokens?
0: Apex is really smart about it too, because it's just like Destiny 2, where you see something in the game and you're like, that's sick. How do I get that? And a lot of times mm. the answer is you got to pay a little bit of money. And that is completely fine. Like, you gotta I- pay
1: the troll toll. it. What? Your face is I can't do it.
0: Oh, God. Uh, All right. That's uh, enough of that
1: question. Yeah, so microtransactions, they can be fun. Michael transactions. Michael transactions. They can be fun. They can also be shitty. Um, So then I've got another question from Corey in Savannah, Georgia. He wants to know, do you think smoking weed increases or decreases your skills in gaming? (laughs) Uh, No, because I don't smoke weed anymore.
0: For me, kind uh, of,
1: but not ever, not often enough. I don't ever smoke and play games. If I smoke, I'm watching cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's. that's <laughs>
0: uh, I think smoking weed is is like drinking in that you reach a point where it, I think it enhances your game. First, it definitely enhances the experience overall. I think the uh, same with like movies or you know sex. Unless or whatever. it's
1: really spooky.
0: <clears throat> I mean, depends on your point of view, but yes. <laughs> um, then you're
1: like, <laughs> then you're crying
0: why. in a corner. Yeah. Uh, but I, and then I think just like with drinking and gaming at the same time, you reach a plateau and then you crest down. Um, and weed is the same way because th- there's no doubt that weed literally inha- in, in, in inhibits your ability to like process things quickly. So if your reaction time is going to be slower for a lot of people, I mean, if you smoke a shit ton every day, it probably doesn't affect you like that and you, you're probably fine. But for people like us who probably don't smoke that much, I definitely feel like, you get to a point where you're like, "I'm on fire, I got this," and then you just crest that, and you go downhill from there. And once you so reach it's like that, a, point-
1: there's, yeah. So, like, say there's like a hundred minute time frame that mm-hmm. you. There
0: we go. <laughs> get my, get my hundred,
1: hundred minute time frame. This is the <laughs> hundred minute time frame. Uh-huh. So for twenty minutes of that, you're getting better.
0: You're going up, up, like, up, up, up. You're going
1: up, 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 and then like there's eighty minutes of it just getting progressively worse. Right.
0: <laughs> and the, I think the the other problem with that is that you, with, with I, at least for me, speaking personally, I tend to get really distracted mostly because I get hungry and I oh, want I know. to I eat know, everything
1: dude. that's in I the room. I hear you munching on fucking cereal and chips I'm the saying, way I was munching on chips earlier. I was about earlier, to say, I, I, didn't, I didn't do it in the
0: middle of the the <laughs> podcast. So, um, but you, you get like, you, I, I tend to just get distracted and, and maybe not like focus as well as I could or should, um. And I get frustrated really easily if I'm really high because I'm like, everything is so enjoyable until it's not enjoyable. And then you're like, well, now I'm mad because it's not enjoyable. You know what I mean? And I think mm-hmm. that, that that can be like a big problem for that kind of thing. And it's just like anything else when, you, when, you're, when you're in that moment and it's good, it's really good. And then when it's not good anymore, it really ain't good anymore.
1: Which is why I suggest uh, smoking weed and watching Rick and Morty that's kind of that's kind of where i'm at on that i don't really like if i'm smoking weed i don't i actually um i i don't really smoke much at all anymore but when i do it's like i i have to be doing nothing Yeah. like because i used okay so back in college i used to smoke a ton of weed but like these days it's like a very rare occasion for me Mm um and now it's like if i'm you want me to function you want right. me to actually do something besides eat gummy bears and, like, watch Chips. fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bears, what what, what like- I've,
0: I... What, one of my favorite things to do if I get stoned is to play something I'm super familiar with, so I don't really have to think about it. So, like, I'll go back to, like, Breath of the Wild or, um, you know, old Final Fantasy games, something that i played a bunch of, and it makes me... It, you get just, like, so immersed in it, you know what I mean? Because you know it top to bottom... And you're like in that mode where everything is fun. And and I feel like you can take, when it comes to these kinds of like uh, mind altering, you know, same with drinking, you kind of notice things that you maybe wouldn't if you weren't in, enhanced, let's say. And um, you're like, oh, I've never really, I've, I've never really, looked at it. yeah,
1: <laughs> you play the game, you play the game and you just say enhance. And, you, and, and then, and then
0: you know, you're really noticing things that you maybe haven't paid attention to before because you're experiencing it in a, in a different way right like you're you're seeing things in a different light for lack of a better term and you kind of like can enjoy something in a different way which is why i like going to something that i'm really familiar with because it makes it that much more enjoyable because you're you know kind of seeing things that you uh not really thought of before um yeah. so like i love going to old games or even old movies and stuff that i've watched a bunch like watching star wars for the you know oh, nine thousand yeah. times that's and, and, that's my, that's probably and, my go-to yeah, and you and you just see things, and then you know, quote Nanakins dumbass quotes like he hates sand and shit like that. Like you, just, oh my god, you get so into it, it's it's really good. Um, But yeah, I think that that's uh, you know, like anything, you plateau, you go downhill. Maybe maybe don't get with your friends when you're super stoned, and unless you're unless you do it all the time, then you can do whatever you want. But like maybe don't uh, do a team based game <laughs> if you're so stoned that you can't function, or just so drunk that you can't function. That also is bad.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe one day I'll talk about uh, some board game. I, I like board games a lot too. Mm-hmm. I, I play uh, Descent is my number one. Holy shit, dude! If you if you are into if you're scared to play D and D but you want a, an RPG type game, play Descent. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. Is that a um, license? Is, it, huh? is, that,
0: is that like a D and D license or
1: no? It's something completely different. And and actually, the reason I play that instead of D and D is because um, there's actually an app uh, a companion oh, cool. app that does the the, D does the D,
0: yeah that's awesome that's really smart
1: so I, I Amy, love stuff like that dude it's so good and me and Amy play that and um to play
0: I still want to play the doom game
1: dude I know oh man we should play that and we should play descent god dang it okay I wish, wish we, we
0: could do we could do like um I guess we could do an online one you know like through zoom or whatever but uh, that kind I think of that
1: might be possible.
0: That's why these the the Steam actually has a lot of like they have a Gloomhaven uh, game now, which is a really popular board game. Oh, Steam um,
1: has a Gloomhaven.
0: Mm-hmm. It's I think it's an early access still. Is it Jaws of the Lion? It's the whole game, like the. I don't, know camp- I don't know what it is. Camp- there's
1: Gloomhaven and there's Gloomhaven jaws of the Lion. I
0: assume it has like multiple campaigns with it. Um, but it basically does all the Gloomhaven, like it is it is 100 percent just that board game. Like, I mean Dude. it's animated and stuff, oh, but that's um, cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'll I, I'll I'll put that in the show for next week. We can talk about it. I'll I'll take a look at it on Steam. I think it's in early access still. But there's a lot of those types of like a really popular part of Steam now is um basically board games brought to life Yo. through the PC.
1: Could I play those on my Mac?
0: I have no idea. I mean, some 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 could Steam games. Could we you play definitely...
1: board games together?
0: Yeah, if you have a, a Steam account, I, mean, I can make a.
1: That can make a Steam account. I don't download
0: Steam. Shit. Um, there it, it'll straight up tell you if, if it's that Mac. Could be and... a,
1: that could be a stream thing we do.
0: Yeah. So, uh, It'd be an easy
1: stream thing to do because we actually already have our PCs up. We got mics, and I, I, I could actually do that. I've got a yeah. mic and a camera here. We could stream together. On
0: and I imagine that most of those games are not like super intensive on the hardware. And it will Steam will tell exactly. you straight exactly. up uh, if you can run it um, on a Mac or not. It'll be like Mac compatible, Linux compatible, Microsoft PC compatible. Okay. So you'll you'll be able to know immediately if you can run. It. And I think a lot of those games you probably could because they're not like. You know, pushing your graphics over or anything. Like yeah, that.
1: exactly. So I think that might be something we can do for sure. I yep. definitely want to look into that. Um, but anyways, weed uh, makes you good until it doesn't.
0: Yep, uh, that's, the, that's the. I
1: think I think we need to wrap it up though, dude. I feel like this Absolutely. one. I feel like we've been going for a while, and I am uh, pretty toasted. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, anyways, this you know uh, follow us on Instagram at gaming and drinking Twitter. Ad Gaming and Drinking, um, YouTube Mm -hmm. slash blah blah blah, blah. I'm Um, still
0: working on figuring out OBS for streaming. Uh, Streaming is a lot more complicated than I thought it would be. Uh, Shout-outs to all the streamers out there because you guys are –
1: Work on it, dude.
0: You make it look really easy, and it it, is not easy at all. Get it together,
1: bro. Get it together. I'm I'm working on –
0: honestly, like, the the hardest part for me is figuring out how to work this stuff and make it entertaining at the same time. I am not – I've never worked with this kind of technology before. I will get it. I will. I just, I'm reading up on it. I don't want to, I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to be boring or anything. Um, So, but we will post all that stuff. It'll be oh, on the gaming sheet. Oh shit, stream, we're kind of, so.
1: I think we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, think,
0: I think we're doing all right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude,
1: I think we're doing pretty good, man. I, I really, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. Even, Absolutely. Even if we don't have that many viewers at the moment, which hopefully we will one day, you know, yeah. Everybody has no viewers until they have all the viewers. Exactly. All of a sudden. So we're gonna keep doing this. We're and, gonna keep uh, doing.
0: We haven't and, missed a we haven't missed a week yet, and uh, we're gonna keep going. And um, we're gonna figure two. out more stuff. Episode two in the so, bank.
1: In the bank. So yeah, this has been episode your two.
0: gaming and drinking.
1: Episode two gaming and drinking cast. Uh, cheers to you guys. Cheers. And like, follow, subscribe, all that fun shit. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Yeah.